Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're episode 258 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardin, and who's here killing the Pope family with me tonight? This is Joe Butler, and you could almost say we're in some form of brotherhood. <laughs> Hello, Amici. My name's Alan. I'm, uh, you could say, kind of an acolyte to the brotherhood, very low ranking. Here occasionally. Happy to be here, though, every time. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> And this is your fellow assassin, Richard Sampson. You may know me from my various other previous times on this show or by checking out my YouTube channel, Rich Kale, where I play through various games, including the Assassin's Creed games. And I think there is a spy, a Templar spy among us. I think it's Mike. And I'm actual historian, Carrie Chandler, Carusetta on Twitch and YouTube. And welcome, Carrie. This is your first Assassin's Creed episode. It is, yeah. I missed the I missed the last one, which is is a shame. But this is my favorite Assassin's Creed. So, <laughs> well, and I next year we're doing Assassin's Creed three around July because it feels like the perfect game to do right around July four. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, that one I'm especially looking forward to because that's actually the history that I teach is American history. So that's a three hour episode when we when we tell you everything that got right and wrong. Yeah, that's a, like, that's, that's a, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, an Assassin's Creed defender with some caveats. I'm a fan of the series, but don't we have another one before that? Yeah, we have Revelations next and then, yeah, I'm not doing Revelations. I absolutely love Revelations. Oh no, I like Revelations too. I just don't have time <laughs> in my schedule for another 50 hour game. <laughs> oh, this, this one was, and I'm surprised how short this was. Yeah. Oh, well, so we are here to talk about Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, developed by Ubisoft Montreal, and came out in 2010. It came out in 2010. Yeah. 2010. A year after, too. That was one of the conspiracy issues people had. Is that they're like, well, this is just an expansion. It's quite an expansion if it's just an expansion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, not, but yes. Ah, uh, yes. Back in the day when people complained a full game where you could have like. I don't know, like 50 hours of content is in the full game. But nowadays people argue if an extra four hours of content is even worth $60. <laughs> yeah, time's changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they have. I mean, this is a... I think I put 20 hours in this game. I did a decent amount of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. It was enough. Yeah, I think we... we I, I can't remember. We said in the chat I showed like how many hours it was for me when I 100%ed it back in 2011. I think 50 something yeah it was like 50 it was like i think it was like uh i have like i think it was 45 is what it was and then this amount. and then this time i think i put about 20 because i didn't try to 100 percent it and we should start with what our history is with this game uh for me i played it probably a couple a year later is my guess probably bought it on a gamefly sale for less than 20 bucks played through it loved it and then I played through it a, a year, probably a year before the podcast. I was going through all the Assassin's Creed series and then haven't touched it until this this episode. Oh, what about you, Joe? I backlogged a lot of my games back in 2013. I remember playing this and I remember it being a lot longer, which is why I was confused when I played it this time and realized that I beat it in like two or three sittings. But uh, I remember being really hyped for this because of the E3 uh, gameplay demo they had back when it came out and they were showing off. I believe the E3 gameplay demo was the opening of this game. So they were showing off how you can like attack enemies in one hit and you could pick up weapons and throw them and all of the, that. The the E3 tech demo was the the part where the you know, Ezio wakes up and the castle gets blasted up until he gets okay. shot. Yeah, it was really and it was really cool. I don't like that part. OK, uh, what about you, Alan? 
Oh, I was uh, I was hyped for this game when it came out. I uh, I was still in high school, so I was fresh off the heels of the of the second game. I would I did the same thing. Saw the E3 trailer. Saw that uh, they had some quality of life improvements, like being able to ride a horse in town. And I was like, oh great, all right, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I didn't really like you know some of the limitations of the second game, and uh, seeing everything that they were improving on, I was I was excited. I bought it day one. Okay, and Richard. Oh, this is my first. This was my first time playing the game. All right, and Carrie. So the Christmas 2011, I bought the first. I bought Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood and Revelations, the the SEO trilogy, but it wasn't being packaged that way on like a Steam sale, and then played through all three of them just like back to back to back, and hundred percented two in Revel in uh, Brotherhood, and then by the time I got to Revelations, I was like, okay, I think I just I want to finish this real fast. <laughs> Move on to Skyrim. Skyrim just came out. I need to play Skyrim. So, <laughs> so yeah, I know that I know that I started Skyrim over that spring break. So it of 2012. So that was I, I played through two Brotherhood and Revelations in between that time. So so that's my that, and then yeah and then replayed it here. I mean, this is I think touted as like the best of this of the Ezio trilogy. Oh yeah, definitely easily. <laughs> I mean, I think easily like and not that the others are bad. Like two is excellent revelations is excellent it's just revelations just felt like more of the same for me to where it playing them back to, i wouldn't recommend playing the no, entire trilogy back to back like that yeah, especially no. if you're like me and you like have like an obsessive need to 100 percent any game that has a percentage thing <laughs> yeah i don't, I don't do recommend that. playing even the same style game back to back like for some some <laughs> idiot on this that does this podcast did three open world games back to back to back like an idiot yeah so i don't yeah. recommend that either because it will burn you out a bit yeah, I uh, when I finished this this morning, I immediately went and installed uh, Cyberpunk on my PS5. I was like, all right, move something different. <laughs> yeah, I, I think after this, I'm gonna go play uh, Metroidvania because. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I am starting uh, Castlevania: Portrait of Ruin also. Sorry <laughs> that. So I wonder why. Always got to have a Metroidvania on deck, but. Well, I mean, I'm I'm playing through the series for my channel. But I always break things up with each game that I do. I mean, I, uh, hell, this is part of a, t- when I'm playing through Assassin's Creed for my channel, it's like a t- in a two week cycle of when I, when it's supposed to appear. So I'm like playing about 13 other games between each session oh, yeah. of the game. That's also the right way. Like, if you play the same thing, your same style game too many times in a row, it just gets old. Like, I, exactly. I've said this on the show before, but I played Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 in a row. And by Uncharted 3, I was just like, I'm done. Yeah, that was the only new one at the top that I hadn't played. I already beat one in two years before that, and it, it just it ruined three for me. And I need to go back and fix that someday, but I have not even bothered. Yeah, trying. especially yeah, totally Ubisoft games during this time. Like you would just yes. probably sit at like the base of a tower and just look up and be like, "Not today, yeah. <laughs> not today." Well, I mean, one of the issues people had with this game, which is stupid, but is that this game you know looks a lot like two because it's the same it's the same engine it's the same style of two it's just a different world map and a different and that's fine yeah I you're mean, in a different city you yeah know, there's nothing wrong with that you get more of the same game with new mechanics a di- more story a completely but people were bitching about it i remember a lot back then even though this is like the fucking best game of the series at least for it's for a while it's, uh, it's been a long time since i played two is it in florence it's Florence, Venice, Florence, Florence, yeah, Venice, Florence, yeah, Tus- okay. yeah, Tuscany, okay. Monteriggioni, and, yeah, and Rome for one scene. Yeah, and Rome the at the very end, technically. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I really like the modern day stuff and I know, I, I know where it, I know that it is going to go away eventually. It makes me so sad. You're, you're, I think you're in the minority on that. I am. Like, I don't think very many people like the modern day stuff in these games. I, I will say in this one, it's way more tolerable than in two. I, mm. I, I yeah. like the modern, I like the modern day stuff. I actually hate what it becomes, which very, very minor spoiler. You be in like a, or it's not brotherhood uh black flag you become like a faceless character and i hated it right but yeah. where, that, where that's I, the one where you're like working at google basically yeah. <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're yeah but where it's at right now even even though i sat through 120 hours of ragnarok at, at the ending i was like oh i'm really liking the modern day stuff yeah, see oh, okay. I've, i haven't played any uh, i played a um a bit of origins and i liked it i actually own every single game in the series including like china and stuff like that but i've only i've only actually played through and beaten the Ezio trilogy i need to go back and play some of those other i i've got i've had um what's the the greek one odyssey odyssey, odyssey. i've had odyssey installed on my ps5 for like a year and i just haven't gotten around to it yet i just That's really a big game. yeah just do what i want to do i have all i also have odyssey installed on my computer and haven't touched the damn thing but i also just want to go and crack open one of those like cheat emulator things where like it's the, you start the game but you're already like you have all the skill points and you're already level 50 and you have a bunch of money because <laughs> I, I i don't have time in this day and age I do not have time for a 120 hour game another one yeah, yeah no, that's that's, that's legit i've been i've been waiting to start persona 5 for the same reason i'm like i just when am i gonna oh, have time? yeah i want to play it <laughs> i want to play it but when will i ever have the time for it i mean i'm Please. playing breath of the wild here in a couple next month and i'm just like I really should start that game soon. <laughs> you haven't started it yet? I've been busy. <laughs> Other games. I'm getting there. You I'm said almost you there. You're going to start it on the first. <laughs> I did say that, yes. I told, so, and I remember on the first, I looked at the Switch and I really should start this as I played Heavy I Rain. I told you you yeah. need to get started on it. <laughs> so, to, to the, to the, back to the modern day stuff, with, I feel like in two, you got pulled into it a lot more than in Brotherhood. Am I right? Am I remembering that wrong? I mean, or am I, two I might be conflating it with three also. Oh, I forgot. I played through and beat three also. I forgot that. Good. One. Then you finished um, Desmond's story at least. Yeah, I finished this. Yeah, I played through two, the whole Jesseo trilogy and and three. But I don't, I, I just felt going into it, I remembered having to be Desmond a lot more than I did in this one. In this one, I was, you're, you're basically only have to leave the Animus once. <laughs> Or there's twice. the opening and the yeah. ending in this game with Desmond. And that's it. And the rest of it, the only, there's you never have to leave it. The only reason I ever left it was if like if I was like deep underground somewhere and I didn't feel like finding my way out, <laughs> just leave the animus. And when you come back, it puts you back out upside. Uh, I, went, I noticed that you got flags that something was going on outside, like the emails and all that. Yeah. I so I would jump them. out every once in a while because the emails also there's some nice humorous interactions in the emails. I had to I enjoyed that. Right. You'd leave basically just to talk to your team. And in the second game, you left because it forced you out and said, hey, you should do some obstacle course in the warehouse. And it's like, right. Cool. And, yeah, and, and you don't have like half of your skills. And so it's just like you're playing this fun parkour assassin game. It's like, all right, now go and walk around very walk around very slowly and talk to these terrible voice actors giving their really <laughs> bad lines. Simon is the most cartoonish character ever, and every line he says is just dumb. Simon or Sean? Sean, yeah, the British guy. Was oh, it Sean? John. Yeah, Sean. Sean. Simon Although it does, seem like... that Sean and Re- it does seem that Sean and Rebecca have some sort of relationship. I mean, 
is is Rebecca the hacker that he's just constantly yeah. calling stupid? <laughs> yeah, he's he's like negging her like nonstop. I guess they have something going on. I don't know. <laughs> I, I always thought he had something going on with Lucy, but that also might be Shaun of the Dead bleeding into the back of my head for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over that Lucy is Christian Bell, and I did not realize that. Yeah. Until we did it. Yeah, and, and by the way, I didn't mean to say terrible voice acting. It was the lines. It was specifically, it's really just Sean that annoys me. Thank you. But, but, but it all sounds like very stilted to me, though. But yeah, Kristen Bell's like great. Voice too. Yeah. Like he does all the descriptions and everything in mm-hmm. certain games. Great. Well, well, he's he's also the only one who's like annoyed the whole time. So I get why you don't like his voice. Because every time you yep. talk to him, he's like, I don't like being here. I don't like. I don't like my feet are wet. It's dark in here. Why are we even here? Hurry up and get in the ad. Non-stop. Nag, yeah. nag, and he's, nag. For and him. he's the only one. So I get why you don't like that. Yeah. Completely understandable. But I also, uh, honestly, like, I this time I never talked to anyone uh, outside of when you had to with the, with those people. Like, I, I was I was Desmond for the least amount of time humanly possible. But he, you have all your skills in this one, so it's not as annoying. When you have to do stuff with Desmond you can jump around just as easily as if you're Ezio, so it's fine. Yeah. In the and first the one, you, you have to like learn how to do parkour of Desmond, and it's annoying. Stuff you have to do with Desmond also isn't too bad. Like the first part is getting the villa, like finding the the secret, then I think putting the power on for the villa, and then eventually yeah. escaping the villa. Like it that's all really works it. well. That's it. It's yeah, it's, and that's uh, enough. It's getting into the villa and then getting into the Coliseum. Those are the only two sections where you ever have to be. Well, there's also like this little side one of you know finding those five little artifacts that's around the oh, I didn't around do that. the <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't do that yeah I didn't know that existed I didn't do that oh, it was a little fun to do yeah I mean it uh, gives you a bit of a break from the from the animus too see I don't want to be broken from the animus. like I, I I will say <laughs> this is like my one thing about these games is I really enjoy the story the historical story going on in the game in, inside the animus. I think the like ancient aliens Kabbalah stuff is dumb. It's just it's 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 really like some like Dan Brown Da Vinci Code stuff, <laughs> and it's just and it, it's of its time for sure. But it's like I'm not I'm not super interested in the like the overarching storyline of the series. It's the mm-hmm. the story going on in. The, I like the overarching storyline of the idea of the of the Templar and the assassins throughout history manipulating things, but the all the like the ancient aliens progenitor stuff is just I, I'm not it's I'm not here for it. It's it's literally kind of, the why of it all essentially. Yeah, the why of it all to me is just kind of like I, I don't care about it as much. I'm more interested in just I'd like to see like vignettes of you know this is what the assassins and the Templar were up to during the American Revolution. This is what they're up to during you know the uh, the papacy of Alexander the Second. This is what they're up to during the French Revolution and so on. I, that's more what I care about. The the overarching why you know big big picture thing of it, I'm not as in for personally. No, that's fair. I mean, I I enjoyed the whole history. I love I love alternate history stuff too. Oh yeah, did, did yeah. It's, def- it's definitely alternate. Definitely. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Joe? Did y'all get the racist Easter egg? I don't think so. I if what? if Race? you if, if you go into uh, if you exit the Animus and you walk up to the uh, Altair statue, he. Desmond goes, hey, Altair, what's the matter with you? And they're all like, really, Desmond? It's a little racist, bud. And he's like, I'm allowed to say it. I'm part Italian. You'll have proof. <laughs> I did not get that. I'm okay that's with funny. that, but that's, that's funny. funny. It's, it's, it's funny, but it. it's fine. But, <laughs> but technically, Altair wasn't Italian. 
Well, Ezio is. So cause, Ezio, cause, yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah, because you go, which I don't think they ever confirm it in the game. I don't know if I brought it up before. They confirm that Ezio and Altair aren't related. I thought it, I thought in Revelation, don't you, like, have a part where you go back in your Altair, like, impregnating Ezio's, like, grandmother or some weird thing? I no, don't remember. It's in two, you see, uh, <laughs> in two, you see uh, Altair impregnating the, the woman that uh, yes. you help in the PSP game. But oh, someone, oh, right, right. Yeah, but someone said that, like, Altair is part of Desmond's dad family, and then uh, Ezio is part of Desmond's mom's side of the family, so they're not even related at all. In other words, oh. he's just very distantly related to them by blood. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, but, Altair but, but, and Ezio sure don't. Yeah. So, like, Desmond but, is the is Right. The Desmond is related to both of them, but Altair gotcha. and Ezio aren't related. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah that's fine. Yeah. In which case, yeah, that's how gen- uh, genetics work. That's how it works. Yep. That's fine. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, the, the woman is also the same one that he fa- he sort of faced off against uh, when he went after his ninth target in the when uh, Altair went after his first tar- nice yeah. target in uh, your first game, so yeah, it's that one. Yeah, you know, I've never played AC one. You you really should just yeah, just be careful, but you should. <laughs> it's say, it's, it's, it's very be a it's, fifty hour epic at least. I'll say it's very poorly rated compared to the rest of the series. I know that much. <laughs> it is, but I still like it. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's is it proper it, expectation? It, so uh, and it is it it ends with Desmond being imprisoned by Abstergo. Is that right? It, it starts, starts off and, and ends, ends with oh. him <laughs> imprisoned by Abstergo. Yeah. Right, well, right. Okay. It also AC1 has like a, is the true Assassin's Creed liberation because he liberates at the end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it, it reveals that the bleeding is a bleeding effect taking taking a hold of him. So he's starting to get eagle vision is basically what it is. Right, right. Yeah. I also didn't realize that this game takes place, I think it's over the course of like 20 years or something from what I remember. It's, uh, it's long. It's three years. Yeah. It's 1500 to 1503. I thought it was. Lo- I think Brotherhood yeah. is longer. No, two would be that because you know. Yeah, two is just a couple years. This game, two, two is definitely long, longer time frame. Yeah, because you don't end three with a beard, like an old gray beard, like you start in Revelation. So it couldn't have been that long. Let's ask the internet because I did not do my research beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you mean like outside the Animus or or what? Because um, I was gonna say you arrive in Rome. It's fifteen hundred. I thought. Yeah. You're right, and then and you and and Cesare, you defeat Cesare. It's fifteen oh three. Okay, yeah. maybe I'm. Yeah, it, it's two because there's a moment in two when you're you're slowly growing a beard as Ezio. There's a part where yeah, you're climbing it's up. Two, and it, two is the one that takes place over a long period of time. Yeah, because there's, there's a moment where Ezio's like, "Oh, my back's starting to hurt." That's the yeah. beginning of three. <laughs> well, Revelations, yeah, or yeah. Revelations. Okay, no, okay yeah, three. Could have swore I read this somewhere, but I'm not. Yeah, because I, because I, 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 I made like a, I made a document of the historical stuff in this, and it's like, and everything is 1500 to 1503. Okay, maybe I was just, maybe you thought the whole like Ezio stuff is over the course of a long time. Yeah, the Ezio yeah. trilogy is like 20 something years. Yes. I mean, it is crazy. I think Ezio probably is the only protagonist I can think of in video games where you've seen him as a baby and see him essentially die. Uh, so, just video uh, games. Fallout 3. Oh, yeah. Fall- yeah, yeah. Well, you don't Fallout see your 3. character become an old man, though, because depending on what happens, you just... Well, yeah, not an old man, that's true. But you do see from birth to death with your character. Yeah, but... Yeah. So this is the only one where you actually, like, see yourself being born. You're, like, exiting the the the, the, the birth canal. <laughs> and that's in, that's in two, right? You're yeah. bloody, and it's like, hey, control your bloody self. Yeah. Okay. You're like a toddler at the beginning of uh, Fallout 3, so not quite a baby. <laughs> at Let least this... 
What makes Ezio special? The whole trilogy is just such special because of the fact that, you know, you play this character forever. Yeah. You get to see his whole life. I mean, this game, you get to see a good, you know, part of his life. Like, I I do like how this game ends with, you know, like, he picks up right where two ended, where you don't kill the Pope, and now you're running right out of the place, and then you, you have the apple... I hate the fucking apple, by the way. I, will. I, I do too. I was so disappointed by the I, apple. Yeah. Uh, uh, do we want to talk about the ending yet or, or not? Well, that's, not yet. Technically, of okay. Of, of Brotherhood, I mean. Yeah, yeah we've got oh. to work our way through. Yeah, we're, still, the, we're at the beginning of Brotherhood right now. <laughs> you do have the apple at the very beginning. Yep. Yeah. But oh, you don't you have do. to use I it. Forgot, do you? I forgot that. No, no I don't you, think you, you use it. I thought. That's I literally like you escaping and you're using it to like. Oh, yeah. You do have to use it. And it sucks. That's what it was. That's it why I every time you disappointed. Have it. it was like, what? It was at the end of this game that you have the apple and you're using it. I think you just get it twice, honestly. I don't remember having it at it the beginning gets... of the game. The beginning of the game is the siege of, uh, is you going back to your your villa and then it being put under siege yeah. by um, yeah. Caesar. I'm watching this yeah. right. Yeah, no, you, you get the together. apple at the end of this game and it's annoying for store, both story reasons and mechanical reasons, but... Mm. I forgot yeah, that you, do, you don't use the apple. Yeah, you just run past. Oh, the... that's right. You just run around and you're, you have uh, Mario with you and you're just fighting, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The beginning of the game, you're, yeah, you, and you go back to your, your villa and everyone's like, hey, it's a party. Ezio's back. Let's throw a party for him. And you get like a sexy sex scene. And then mm-hmm. I think like the best version of the, what some people, what, uh, I can't remember who called it that, but the abilities where you have, you start off the beginning of a game with all your abilities of a sequel, you know, and then you lose them. And there's always some story reason, you know, Samus gets, right. you know, hit by Ridley and, you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or death takes all your stuff. It's like, well, I'm going to let you come through the castle, but I'm going to take all your shit. And this one, it's, you take off all your gear so you can fuck. And then, a cannon, <laughs> and then a cannonball literally goes through a window and slams right through the table that you had all your stuff on. And it's like, all right, well, there you go. That's why you don't have your stuff. And you just have no time to even bother to pick anything up. Well, it's, it was obliterated. A cannon just, ball just smashed through it. Yeah. You have to get all new stuff now. Oh, no, there there is a like a in game. Dr- there's an in game document later on where it does confirm at some point Ezio does go back and get all of the Altair armor back. Oh yeah, yeah. It's funny though. I mean, that's there. a funny thing to be like. Well, hey, we're gonna have sex. So I'm just gonna take everything off, and oh, it's gone now. Like I like it. Well, you, hindsight, man, he would have been like, I'd have never done it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's relatable. You come, you come back from a big, big adventure where you fought the Pope. Of course, you're going to take all your gear off and take a nice oh, yeah. hot bath. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, it's been a long day. It's been yeah, a no, long it's, trip. It, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it was uh, realistic. It was <laughs> it was the best. It was the best version of you know, losing all your stuff Pope. ever. Yeah. He spared the Pope, so he's like, you know what? I can I can I can now do a sin of the flesh. Why not? I spared the Pope for goodness' sake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's got to buy you but some points. <laughs> That's his insurance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not, let's not go into the Pope's family right now on that. <laughs> God, I I oh. forgot that the, that the, the Borgia and all that is based on a real person. Yeah. A real family. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I, I can speak to it whenever you want to on that, but... We'll get there shortly, I'm sure. Yeah. But oh, I also wanted... I did not realize to the end of this game that the guy that you're hunting throughout this entire game, Cesar Borgia... Was a son of the Pope. It didn't. I didn't realize until the, the end, near the end of the game. I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is that he and the daughter uh, Lucretia? They're both. They're they're alleged in the game to be fucking. No, I don't know if it gets to alleged. Uh, yeah, it, it goes. Like, yeah, it goes. I think. It's pretty explicit that that's what's happening. Yeah, that is very which, put out. Yeah. 
which is like famously like a thing that their enemies like put out about them after their death to kind of discredit them, but was never even hinted at during their lifetime. But I mean, given, but you know, I like it. And I said this in the chat, given the history of the Habsburg family and how the Royals just kept marrying each into each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, not necessarily a far off, uh, it, 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 I mean, it is and isn't, but with, with European royalty, marrying cousins was completely fine and still is. It's the, it's, it's the, uh, brother and sister thing that would, was, uh, it was, it was, it was a crime. Like with the brother and sister, like it was a crime, like punishable by death. So oh, it was like a big then, deal. I'd like to make a uh, show shout out. If it would okay. please everyone. Friend, friend, friend of the show, Blair Farrell, always makes jokes is whenever you fight something, such as a zombie's a vampire, uh, no one covers his neck. Cesar Borgia very much did his homework and walks into this castle covering his neck. And even later on in the boss fight, you have to rip off like four layers. So good yeah. job. He, he did his homework. He protected his neck from a guy that specifically stabs people in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> very, yeah. very smart. I didn't even think about that. But you are right. Yeah, yeah I didn't think about it either myself. <laughs> It's just like, how much armor is this bastard wearing? I mean, a lot. You did it like, no, did it like four realistic. times. Yeah, it's a, it's a gorget. He yeah, came prepared. That's an aesthetic for just being like, not even attempting to go for the head or anywhere else either. It just, it's, if it's, it's no neck or no deal, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they, knows, if it's a cutscene, if it's a cutscene assassination, it's going through the neck. He knew he was cutscene worthy, so he's going to wear a gorget. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, I, I, and look, to get back to the story, I mean, even when they're talking, when they were talking at uh, when when Altair, Altair, Ezio and his family were talking, mm-hmm. he mentions about how the figure spoke to someone he couldn't see. Yeah, that's at the end of two, right? Yeah. 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 And it's like, I don't know who she was talking to, but it's someone possibly down the line. It's like some. I like that because now it just adds so more such. Uh, more nuance to the story. I mean, they don't know how far down the line. It doesn't break any any of those storytelling rules when you have uh, past interacting with future, future interacting with past or anything like that, which is a beautiful way to get around that. You don't know how many years is going to be between that them showing up, but it's something that's going to be coming, so you don't know how long or anything like that. But no one wrote it down. <laughs> no one passed it along. He kept it to himself, and they yeah. never did anything with it. Like you'd have thought, there would have been like writings of, "Oh, beware of this prophecy of Desmond," you know, and like something about like, "What if like you can just like a brainstorm on a paper? Like, what if I just name my grandson Desmond? Like, what if we just mandate that that happens, and then we feed up the prophecy, you know, <laughs> something like that?" Yeah. They just brainstorm. And that could have be been, nice. uh, but that could have also been security measure wise. I mean, prophecy, sure, you yeah. know. I mean, it's like, what was the line from Dark Crystal? Prophets don't know everything. <laughs> I guess the best security measure about something is to just forget it exists. <laughs> and lose it to your entire family. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Or when you refer to it, you be as vague as, de- uh, as, vague as possible. Yeah, we're pretty vague about that. To, to tell that story, right? Maybe about Desmond's parents naming him Desmond, thinking like, you know, maybe now is the time or something, you know? Maybe. But also, how do you explain to your family? So after I went and almost killed the Pope, I went into a room in this big alien thing hologram I don't, or we even know the hologram like image popped up that i could touch and i don't understand what happened and it talked to me but it didn't talk to me it talked to somebody named desmond can you imagine this name desmond i mean your family like you're nuts buddy so he 
he describes it in like the best way he could, which I think is funny, which he describes it as a moving painting, which is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that using the only accurate. word you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's only three lines away from motion picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I love I really like the alien stuff. I like the idea that these people were ruled the world at one time and humans were slaves. Like, I really like that. I was a big fan of all that stuff in Assassin's Creed. Like, I was one of the guys that was champion. <laughs> like, I want to see I wanted to see a futuristic Assassin's Creed where I'm in modern day running around. We yeah, were never gotten it. And we're never going to. No. <laughs> we were That's what I thought. That's the one thing with this series. It's like a black mark. It's like you pigeonholed it from the beginning by making more emphasis on the past. Because the only thorough, like, logical conclusion is that people would eventually be able to do this in the modern day. But it's like, guns exist, dude. You're not going to be going for the neck. (laughs) I got someone with an M16. Yeah, or a sniper rifle. No. Yeah, I mean, with with the tools, you're going to have to use what you have. I mean, there's Uh, still the ability to keep it personal. Because what's the farthest? Yeah, the farthest Assassin's Creed game is Syndicate, which puts you in the British time. It's in the 1800s. Yeah. So they have guns. It's like 1870s. They don't have really efficient guns yet. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's about as far as you can go, like, like to to make it viable, you know, for the kind of the modern modern day Assassin's Creed is just the Metal Metal Gear series. So. Yeah, yeah, that's all you can do. You either go Metal Gear or uh, you know, you got you got the you know secret cabal secretly controlling the world. So you guys, you guys obviously don't play uh, other Ubisoft games. There is a canon modern day Assassin's Creed game. It is, if I believe, yes, Watchdog Syndicate. There is a DLC where you play as a right. You play as a modern day assassin, and the way they get around is by hacking. And I think it's the stupid thing where it's like, well, this is the future. How do you hack? Well, you just hack guys where their guns don't work, and that's how you get away with <laughs> not being shot. Because <laughs> all the guns are electronic. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot. I, I forgot them. about that. That they're like canonically connected. That. Yeah. The, yeah. It's, the, it's Watch Dogs Two DLC, I think. Right. It's even one. It's, one. Even oh, one it's, oh, it's for one. Oh, okay. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, we've already got. There's already. And this will be way off topic. I mean, Dead by Daylight just this year started really u- reaching into the future for their characters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So who knows? We may start seeing something like that in the Assassin's Creed seri- series. Because oh, yeah. The the thing is, is with anything set in the future, it's really not set in stone. Oh, right. I mean, we can just have you can have it can be like Dune. You can have shields that block bullets. So then guns are useless. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got to yeah. fight with knives. Yeah. I, like that I mean, part of what made makes uh, this series so great is how. It really deals with his, history and locations that are known to have been under strife and all that. I mean, part of my fun with just playing these games has been running around these ancient areas in such nice, beautiful detail. It's so it's so awesome. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and they and they leaned into it. Uh, was it with which game is it where they started putting out like the education version for Origins. like for Origin? Is it Origins? Yeah. Like they know what they're they know. Like this is like a big thing. Like we meticulously research and build these like very faithful recreations of these sites that you can run around in and climb on and stuff and have yeah. all these journal entries about them and stuff. It's really neat. I mentioned I mean, it in it, the last episode that uh, you know, what greater what greater like uh positive affirmation do you need than let's use Assassin's Creed's version of uh Notre Dame as a template to rebuild it after a flight. Right. I yep. love that. Yeah, that's really cool. I really cool. do. Like, really if that's not the best me. pat on the back you could get, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's Notre Dame. Is that in uh, um, Syndicate? Oh, no, not Syndicate. Unity. Um, Unity. Unity. The one that's everybody right. hated when it came out. 
Because it had a female protagonist? Buggy as fuck. A, no, because it was buggy. It was, oh, it was buggy. really okay. It was bad. I worked at a Sam's Club at the time. I remember that. I remember it looked like, oh, I didn't have an Xbox One yet. And people were just trashing that game on okay. the internet. Ooh, Unity. It's oh, good. don't worry. It's good yeah. now. It's, you can play it. Yeah, it that's fine. I can't wait they, to play it. They fixed it. That's good. That's the where I stopped. I got to Unity and I just stopped playing and having and never went past that point in the series. So that's when I finally get to play a new game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but don't forget, don't forget to play the weird accompany game of Unity where uh, you have to play the the three. They they made Unity for Xbox One, but they made was it Assassin's Creed. Rogue. They made Assassin's Creed Rogue. Oh, Rogue for, I played in B. Rogue is great. Yeah, for only for 360 for some yeah. reason. Well, because they were trying not to el- uh, eliminate the older market, and so each person, so each, if you are if you had a 360, you still got a new game, but if you had Xbox One, you got another new game. So it, it made sense what they were doing at the time, but... They've also remastered it, so it's on PS4 and it's yeah. Rogue Xbox now normally. But we'll get to that in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> We'll be as old as Ezio was in Revelations, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I will be. I mean, (laughs) Uh, oh, so what I wanted to say next, or just like with with Brotherhood, like I just, I mean, we should continue on, like with the world. Everything is just so beautiful and well done with Rome. Rome is so fucking huge too, and it's you know Mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. Yeah, if you saw the pictures I shared earlier, yeah, that is like I said, that was had that flag was definitely worth it. And yeah. this game did a good job of giving you like there's so much fucking side content in this game, which I, I was going to do as much as I could until I got to a point where I was ready to throw my controller and I was getting that frustrated. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's time to. Well, normally I don't get that mad at game, but I was doing one of the thief missions in the second later on in the game and it had me do this race. And mm-hmm. yeah, for oh, some yeah. reason, I kept. Like, there were guards that are on the roof, too, that are going to get alerted while you're doing this race. And they just, like, I almost had the race done a couple times, and I got shot by a fucking crossbow, and I'm like, fuck this (laughs) shit. And you're, like, (laughs) you're, like, on the edge of the roof, and you, like, just pinwheel backward and fall. And I almost almost had it more than once, and I was just like, you know what? This is not worth it. I don't need to do this. Why am I doing this? So I stopped and said, okay, I'll try a different one. And that one was, like, I forget it was something, but it was another one where I just couldn't pull it off. And I'm like... We are done with the thief missions. Fuck this shit. And I and I finally, you know, made peace with it. But no, I tried over 10, 12 times and just could not get this race done. And I was getting so frustrated. Yeah, there was one, one that I just kept having to redo over and over and over again. I can't remember which one it was, but it was it was one where you can't be detected. And I just kept getting detected. I was just I was getting super frustrated with it. I can't oh, remember yeah, which one it was. Some though. of those that were very tricky. And yeah, you can't be detected. You can't lose your target. Yeah, and and there's also like sometimes like there's a problem like uh the auto lock on like where you like automatically lock on to someone that's trying to fight you like oh, yeah. messed me up so many times. I was also playing on a special hard mode, which is that for some reason my wireless my Bluetooth controller randomly disconnects in the middle of the game. <laughs> so I'd be playing, and I mean in the middle of combat, my controller just turns off, and so I had. Shame on it. On PC, it's just, it's <laughs> oh, my, it's something wrong with my PC that my Bluetooth controller, like, disconnects randomly. And so, like, I'd have my mouse with the escape button mapped to one of the extra buttons. So I could, like, as soon as that <laughs> happened, I'd grab the mouse and hit the escape button to go to the pause menu until my controller turned back on. And, uh, yeah, I finally just uh, started plugging my controller in with, like, a long USB cable because I'm, like, across the room from my PC because I have my PC hooked up to my TV. Nice. And so I just started... Yeah, so I just started uh, plugging in the controller with a long USB cable like in the last like five hours of the game. But for the first like 15, 20 hours, I was playing like that. 
Just playing yeah. on Ezio randomly has a stroke mode. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's 30, you know, 30 back then. That was, you know, old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played with a wired 360 control. I didn't have any issues, but I don't yeah. play Bluetooth. I can't get this to run on Steam Deck. You can't get I cannot get any Ubisoft game to run on Steam Deck. Maybe it's because they got to require to log into their own own network. Stupid DRM thing. I bought this game. (laughs) I bought this game 13 damn years ago or 12 damn years ago, and you're making me like randomly log in to let you know I actually own it. Like fuck you. Oh, and when you this game is like four dollars. You can't even, it's like, put in the code. I'm like, what code? I had to, like, right-click on in, on it in library and Steam to have it show code, and I could copy and paste the code in order to get the game to run on my Steam like account. I'm Windows like, key. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, yeah. I have played a lot of, you know, I play a lot of games on Steam, and I played I play a lot of old games. I have, I for, this is that era of, like, huge DRM. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's Ubisoft and, and Ubisoft and EA both got really big, got really bad about it around this time. Yeah. And they both also got really like just butthurt about Steam eating their lunch. <laughs> and it's just was, like, yeah. Was this the time of the ga- uh, when games started having like the, you know, if you buy a pre-owned, you don't get the $10 code? Yeah. Yeah. The online pass. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That was okay. That was Brotherhood also at the time. I, oh, yeah. Because Brotherhood was the oh. one that introduced the multiplayer component. That was pretty oh, awesome. Yeah. Actually. I don't know. That's why the DRM is so bad. Oh. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I never remember they were that. really upset I never about to play the multiplayer. We can't now. <laughs> no. But I never did back I in the day. I mean, uh, did y'all do any, any of the DLC multiplayer? Actually, uh, I had the, the Copernicus DLC with the game. Yeah, yeah. And the that's Siege, the only one. Siege of Forley. Siege of Forley. Isn't that two? That's in the second one. Yeah. Is that is that what it is? Yeah. yeah it's because I was going to mention the Siege of Forley is inter is an interesting like historical tidbit because you know the beginning of this game right whenever you know the cannonball you know interrupts your pillow talk and all that. Cesare is there to kidnap Katarina Sforza to hold her hostage. And in real life, he did that at the Siege of Forley. Oh. But in the Siege of Forley DLC, that's not what happens because it happens in this game instead at a different location. But I just thought that was funny that they put out that they they basically transplanted the Siege of Forley to Monteregino, which is not a real place. But then they actually have a Siege of Forley DLC that isn't the historical event that I just thought that was funny. It's, yeah, like two, it's, which, good, it's, it's kind of random. Which is also included now in, in when you play two. It's just in there. If you, yeah, it's yeah, in the Ezio collection. If yep. you buy the Ezio collection, yeah. Well, I didn't buy it. I just bought it on Steam and I had it. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, they must have okay. bundled it then. Yeah. Oh, yeah they bundled it at the some point. edition or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, I, I, I didn't play the DLC ever, so. But. You didn't miss much. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, but anyway, I just thought that was an interesting note. I was just looking at my notes and I was talking about that. I was looking at that. Yeah, because they see the apple is there in Fiori in two. Yeah, because he yeah. gives the it, gives the apple. It's then taken from Ezio by a monk who takes over Florence, sort of by you know doing all the, the right. shitty stuff, you know, and have to kill the nine those seven or nine people to weaken him, and then get him come out, and then you kill him and get the apple back. Also known as padding your game. That's what yeah. That's well, it basically gives you a good. I I think with with two, what was it? Wasn't it they were supposed to? It was because they hadn't gotten those parts done yet. Yeah, and they wanted the to release had to be it, released. Yeah, yeah. Brotherhood doesn't have any DLC that I'm seeing on 
on Steam. I mean, it might have just been online DLC. We can talk about the multiplayer for this game quick, like maybe not quick, but like the multiplayer. I didn't play it, but I know what it was. It was the whole where you could you would essentially hunt someone else that also is an assassin, but they don't look. You had to like get them because they look. Everyone looks the same until you get them to. And you got to find the guy that acts differently and then chase them down or something like that. It's a lot like Spy Party or, or games like of that nature. The ship, you know, mm. yeah, where you're given someone to kill. But also someone else has given you as a bounty to kill and you're all just trying to fulfill your bounties of killing each other in the yes. amount of time you have. And then when you the kill them, then, it, the then you get their target and then they, yeah, no. <laughs> something like that. It can I, be fun. That's I mean, it's cool. very unique. Hmm. So mm-hmm. it's you don't get you don't get stuff like that. But I've never I didn't care about online, achie- you know, online stuff back then, especially online achievements. And I to this day still don't care. But it is sad that it doesn't exist anymore if you're someone that wanted to play it. It is modern version. Like they kept that game going. I think that version of it all the way until Black Flag. Okay. So you might be able to still play it now if the servers are up. I don't know. Or somebody creates a dedicated server for it. Yeah, that too. It's a fun game to play with like friends. If it's like, like you all agree, like this is what we'll do tonight. This will be our like three or four hour little game. (laughs) I mean, you can get a sample of it in this game where you have like the certain Templar side missions where you have to go kill particular Templars. And some of those like, the designs of what the person that you're killing is some of the models they would use in the online. Yes. I remember that. Yeah, but it's not really as fun when someone is just as skilled as you with all the same tactics as you can try and kill you while you're doing it. You know, it's yeah. that tension that makes it. Mwah. Well, I just I just like the Templar stuff. I just liked that it had more like I enjoyed assassinating people in this game. And I was always happy when I had an assassination mission, especially one where they can see you. It's OK. All right. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's like better it. than tailing somebody with the, the weird 15 seconds of object permanence that you have. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. I didn't have a terrible time with it in this game. My hardest thing was just trying not to be seen. Sometimes I would just get caught, especially in the Leonardo side missions. When you have to do all the Leo missions, where you have to get to the blueprint mm-hmm. before you're seen. Some of those were really hard for me. I, I like those. Those reminded me of uh, a Metal Gear Solid game. That's, That's what fair. those made me think of. I mean, technically, that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, all, had all, a of his, all of his weapons are just proto Metal Gears, especially the tank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I hated the fucking sub one the, or the boat one. You have to like, I hated the boat one so much. <laughs> the boat. Oh, I, I like yeah. oh, I like, the boat one. I like that one. Yeah. I thought it was OK. Yeah. That was one of the ones I did with no problem. I had yeah, I, I, I liked all three. Time. I liked I was actually sad. Ones. I was like, where's my yeah. gunboat gondola? Give me that back. Yeah, I, want, I want that back. Yeah, exactly. I had a hard time the, with machine gun. I want the hang glider. I want the hang glider back too. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was that hard. Thing. That that one I failed like eight, nine times because I Same. kept like crashing. I but kept taking fun. forever on it. I just took forever to do it slowly. And I was so like done with it by the time I was finished. <laughs> but it, yeah. but once I got it down and I got down the idea of like shooting the ground to create like a an updraft and all that, it was a lot of fun. You just gotta play it like Arkham City. You just come down and go all the way up, and then you just yeah. I play yeah, Arkham yeah, it's very Arkham City. Yeah, it's the, the controls for it are way too sluggish for me to feel good doing it that way. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have I didn't have a problem with the flying part. I had a problem with getting to the blueprints for that one. I think I think that one I died a lot. I had a hard time with all the stealth stuff in this game. I don't know what was if I just wasn't in the right mindset, but I was a terrible stealth guy. We didn't have the, the, box, the, you know. The ones that got me were a couple of the Borgia towers where you've got to get to the captain and he like you get spotted and that captain just bolts and then <laughs> fucking yes, disappears. He like vanishes and it's like, all right, we'll come back tomorrow. Sure, bulky dude with your 
armor I could hear from like 20 minutes away. Yeah, yeah, it disappears. Just, sure. yeah, he literally very... just runs to a door and, de- and despawns. I watched exactly. it once. It's what, yeah, exactly what happens. Yeah, what some it of it also. was. I, well, that, I remember, it's like it says, you'll have to wait until dusk or or dawn or the next change. You literally just have to walk away and come back. No, you know, it, it, uh, if you leave the animus and come back, then it cycles it. It respawns everybody. Oh, I just walked right back a couple times and, you, and he came right back out. But, oh, uh, I, I did. I, I had one. Wait. I, there was one. It's the one uh, that's uh, where the, I think it's the Palantine Hill. It's the one where the uh, armor of Sir, the uh, ar- Romulus. Yeah, armor of Romulus is at. Hmm. The Borgia yeah, Tower there. Goon, that guy, that guy God. would not respawn for me until I exited the Animus and came back. Weird. Okay. Yeah, was, that was specifically the one that I got annoyed with, and I looked it up, <laughs> and it was like, if uh, if a guard captain isn't respawning, just exit the Animus. This causes all enemies to respawn. It's like, all right, cool. That's good. At least and, and simple it, way to it works. Yeah, and then later, once I had the assassins, I would like target a captain from far away and just send in my assassins to kill him real fast. <laughs> yes, that's what exactly we we're. That's supposed great to do. because he doesn't run if that happens. He doesn't run from the assassins; he only runs from you. So if you're not spotted, you can just send your assassins in to kill. Man, the the assassins are such a great feature in this game. I that is, yeah, I love it. They make it, it OP and sometimes force fun. Yeah, yeah, I I yeah. loved it. Like I love when you get them. You don't get. It took me a while to get them because I I have an issue with games like this where I do as many side missions as I as I can before I do main story. So I had a lot of side stuff done, all the boards of stuff I could do done before I finally got assassins. See, but once I once I got the assassins, I rode around and recruited every possible assassin Same. that there was until I filled my roster, and then yeah. I just like would constantly go to the coops and send them on missions. So at the end of the game. I had all, I think I had all but two of them were max level. They were the full assassins. And oh, you waited until, until I, I, I maxed them out before I did the last section. <laughs> oh, that's great. I did. Oh, no, no. That's, I, mean before, I mean, before the last section. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the game that popular? Like, did, did they take that whole concept from mobile games or did mobile games take it from Assassin's Creed? Uh, like the no. whole sending, sending things sending... on missions, waiting actual real time hours and minutes. I think this is po- this is like post Farmville, so I don't know. Hard to say. So, so I would a- say mobile games did it first. I mean, I'd Farmville, say mobile games probably Mafia, did. War- okay. Mafia well, Wars had to been before this. Oh yeah, Mafia Wars. Yeah, well, there you at go. least Ubisoft had the kindness not to be like, let's make it longer and not pay and make them pay for it, right? Yeah, at least they didn't say. Put your friends. Pay five, pay five dollars to refill your 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 assassin meter. So, <laughs> and uh, now, so there's so much you can still do while you're waiting for them to get done. Oh, they come back so quickly too. They come back yeah. in like yeah, five it wasn't minutes. so bad in this game. It's like, it's like other games minutes. that make it like crazy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like even like Metal Gear borrowed this concept for five and Peace Walker. Yeah. So I weirdly mean, enough, yeah, you hear you're running around you because I mean you've come to Rome. Rome is under Borgia control, which is affecting free trade as well. Mm-hmm. And there, there are a lot of places that could use renovation because hey, that would bring in money like tourism. Right, which is iron- ironically what the Borgias are famous for having done is what really? you're doing in this game. Yes, that's that's the really Wait, so they didn't close everything. They, they, they opened everything. Exactly. That's fun. The the Bor- So this game is like a hit piece on the Borgias that's based off of some books that were written after their deaths that were hitting them. But what happened is the Borgias came to power and Rome was in ruins, and they spent a lot of money over the next several years, rebuilding Rome and turning it into like a bustling metropolis, which is what you're doing in this game. They renovated all these things. They renovated the Colosseum. 
they opened, you know, they they reopened it essentially. It's no. it's it's really funny. It's also funny because they do this like really faithful recreation of Rome, except for there's one neighborhood, one real life neighborhood that they just deleted from history in this game. Mm. And it's it's the Jewish quarter. Oh, there's there's a there is a famous large quarter of Jews living in this one section of Rome. And it would have been interesting to see them. Right. But the problem is the reason the Jews are there is because Rodrigo Borgia at great personal cost both politically and monetarily, gave asylum to Jews fleeing the Spanish Inquisition, which made him an enemy of the Spanish crown because he put his neck out for Jews as the Pope and caused the Spanish crown to be upset with the Catholic Church. Well, with oh, with all the that Pope. armor he was wearing, I'm sure his neck is fine. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's funny because it would have, the, the, the true story makes Rodrigo Borgia look really good. And so they just like deleted this like thing. But I think it's really it would have been interesting if they had had the Jewish quarter. That yeah, would have, that would have added an interesting that, flavor. Though, to it. I wonder if people who didn't know that would have mis- misinterpreted it as like, why is there a ghetto, a random Jewish ghetto here? Like, and well, have, like I, I feel like this, I, I feel like, you know, there would have been like a there would have been like a little journal entry like, you know, this. Jewish water was opened in 1498. Yeah. Sean, Sean would be like, well, actually. Pope Alexander II, known as Bo- Rodrigo Borgia to us, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. <laughs> I just think it's interesting. I it's, mean, this is before, you know, we're, before the world gets the way the world gets a little bit later. So yeah, it's not like, I, I wonder if they just didn't want to deal with it. They're like, yeah, this could be uh, more controversial than we want in our games. So we're just I, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. They, they've, I was reading a thing online that they specifically, in all the games, they never have Jews in any of the Assassin's Creed games. They're just not there in any Assassin's Creed games. And I wonder... I don't well, know. That's a good point because yeah, you don't really see it in Jerusalem in the um, first game. That is weird. May I offer a, po- a possible theory on that? Then what? Let's face it: the Jewish have been always a scapegoat. Yeah. And if you make them or show them as possible as assassins in this game or as an evil force, it's right. just going to. Oh uh, yeah. I think it's just a can of wor- a can of worms they didn't want to open because they're also in a lot of like racist conspiracy theories associated with uh, some of this like basically what Abstergo is what the Templar are in this game is like yeah a lot of that like stuff but this game does the the thing is this game does have Kabbalah stuff in it so I don't know it's interesting so, well as it says these games are made by a multicultural team yeah. But it, I just think it was interesting. It's it's uh, it, a lot of it is like, you know, like the Copernicus stuff, like in real life, Rodrigo Borgia was a fan of Copernicus. The Catholic Church what, liked what Copernicus was saying. It was actually Protestants that gave him a lot of grief. So it's it's it's, it's, it's just I, I think it really came down to they they need to demonize the Borgias because they make because they're a fun, well, they're a fun villain. You know, the Borgia family are, makes for some fun. Villainy. Disagree with, I would slightly disagree with that. Because the Catholic Church was always seemed to be, we are the center of the universe. God is, you know, this is God's <laughs> world. So by saying, well, we don't, we don't, the sun doesn't revolve around us. We revolve around the sun. That's like blasphemy, heresy. That does make sense with the sense of the Catholic Church. It makes sense, but it's not historically accurate. The First of all, Copernicus didn't propose his heliocentric stuff until 10 years after the point of this game. But when he did, the Catholic Church was like, oh, that's really cool. That's really interesting. And then the pro and then Protestants 
started going after Copernicus for saying that. So I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying. It fits with the historical narrative, but it's just not what happened, especially yeah. with especially with Rodrigo. Rodrigo was a patron of Copernicus. Yeah, and I think even and Leonardo also. Now, did they have that accurate though? And Dan and uh, <laughs> the Da Vinci, the, the Da Vinci Code. Well, with Galileo. Yeah, Galileo, but Galileo is from a different century. But yes, you're right. It was different pope, different Catholic church. It's a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it when I heard Galileo, what in my head was not what you were talking about? <laughs> Figure <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. That went in my head immediately. <laughs> yeah. But I did like that, that they did have um, with Leonardo. Le- the Leonardo stuff was actually like pretty, you know, comic booky, but accurate to a lot of the stuff with that. So. He did actually work for the Borgias, and it's alleged That's that he cool. may have he may have built war machines for him. And all the war machines that are in this are based on Leonardo's drawings yeah. okay, that is and cool. designs. And I, there's even a conspiracy theory that because uh, scientists have looked at his designs and said none of them would actually have worked. And there's this conspiracy theory of people are like, well, that's because he designed them specifically to not work because <laughs> he didn't want them to be used by the wrong people, which is silly, but also fun. It's like a fun possibility. Yeah. But so there. like you have Leonardo working for Rodrigo in this, which is accurate. And at the end of the game, once you've defeated Rodrigo, Leonardo's like, man, I'm I, I'm uh, I'm going to have a hard time now. That's what's my source of income. And that's exactly what happened. Da Vinci became like impoverished when uh, Rodrigo died in real life because the new the new pope, the, the new pope at the end of this, which they skip a pope. There is a pope in between that they don't mention. But the new pope at the end that screws over Cesare he really did do that, and he also was like, fuck Da Vinci. Well, let's also point out that uh, popes, as a rule, are supposed to be, they are supposed to be childless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Historically, they have not been, but yes, they're supposed to be. <laughs> so something like that, I mean, that could also, I mean, Rodrigo already had children by the time he became pope. Right. So that obviously broke yeah. that rule. The Catholic Church back then was very lax with that stuff, with their, with their, especially the higher ranking, but even with the lower ranking priest, it was, com- it's kind of like just completely normal for the village priest to have like a, a wife and kids that everyone just, you know, pretended wasn't his, but nobody really cared. Mm. It was like a whole thing. But yeah, Cesar, uh, Cesar uh, Rodrigo Borgia had like seven children, <laughs> I think. But ale- alleged- <laughs> allegedly, officially, officially, None of his seven children were actually his children. They were just believed to be, <laughs> but everyone knew they were. Yeah. <laughs> so, if he wasn't married, then it doesn't count. I guess three of them. I did. Did y'all do a lot of the the Da Vinci stuff, right? I did all of it. Yeah, I did them all. Yeah. yeah. Is there is there a, a moment where I, I don't know if you get it through his quest or through like sitting on his bench? Doesn't one of them kind of low key confirm he's gay? Yes. Uh, there's like a thing where he like puts his. Can you can you hear me still? Yeah, you're coming. Yeah. Okay, my microphone was like crackling for a second. I'm sorry. There's one where he like puts his arm around Ezio. I think it's in this game, right? And Ezio yeah. and Ezio's like thinks it's like weird. I think. Oh, I the one I saw that I kind of remember is there's a moment where they sit down and Ezio says something about why he doesn't have any kids, and he's like, "There's a bunch of reasons I don't have kids." Oh, and yeah. Ezio, Ezio kind of goes, "Oh." Oh, and he's like, yeah, and they're like, oh, and they like kind of like look away from each other, and that's where like the cutscene ends. Okay. Yeah. I also remember people like like the lead up to like to meeting it, Leonardo, like when you just find out, oh, he's back, he's been gone. Uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. back. He's hired an assistant, and 
so, uh, insert something disparaging about that. And that's the first indication. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I think you hear it from somebody. Well, I don't know. One of the maybe it's Machiavelli. I don't remember. Machiavelli uh, is really annoying in this game. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you start the story and like uh, apparently in the years or I guess in the time since you woke up, uh, like Machiavelli and some of the other main uh, pillars of the Brotherhood are like fighting. So yeah, the yeah, first him, like opening couple hours are just you like getting the kids to stop fighting. Yeah, him and yeah. Lavolpe. I mean, uh, you you uh, you stop Lavolpe from killing him like at the end of sequence seven. Like it's yeah. pretty late in the game still that Lavolpe wants to kill Machiavelli. Which, to be fair, in real life, Lavolpe was right. Machiavelli was a hundred percent working with uh, the Borgias. He was a yes. big fan. He was a big fan of the Borgias in real life, but specifically Cesare. Oh no! The dude who said it's better to be feared than loved worked with the most <laughs> with the people who were feared. Oh, what a shock! Yeah. Well, the the thing again. The, so the, that's the whole thing because Cesare Borgia in real life was like beloved and seen as like a benevolent ruler, but Machiavelli specifically in real life wrote about him. He's like people think that he's like this nice guy, but he's cold as ice. I think is like he's almost worth word. Yeah, he's he says yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> so, so yeah. In real life, Machiavelli was a big fan because because what the what Rodrigo's trying to do here is Rodrigo and Cesare. Their whole big plan is to unify the papal states to turn the papacy into like a powerful military power, um, and that was something Machiavelli thought was a very good idea. So, in real life, Machiavelli was like a hundred percent on the side. Like, I don't understand why they didn't just go with what happened in real life and make Machiavelli a Templar. Because in real life, Machiavelli was on the side of the Borgias and all this stuff. And he actually, the new pope that betrays Cesare, he has Machiavelli arrested and tortured for like years. Hmm. I wonder so it's like, because, it, it, yeah. well, it is, quote, alternate history. Well, I know it's alternate, <laughs> but it's like, it would have fit. It's like, it's not, I, I'm not saying the game needs to be accurate at all. I'm saying it would it be, it, it's like, why wouldn't they in that case? Because the, the real history actually makes for a really interesting story there. I think well, of having Machiavelli actually could have actually really better than fiction sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like well, in this is case, it also Machiavelli, the one who, who we attribute to working behind the scenes to orchestrate how things work to yeah. the outcome you want. So the assassin brotherhood works in the dark to serve the light. Right. So it he makes sense. That Machiavelli would be well. Right. Yeah. He fits the, the, he fits the assassins. That's true. It's also uh, interesting, and I'm surprised they never went there with the games. Machiavelli and Da Vinci were friends in real life. And do they ever interact in these games? I don't think so. Yeah, in real so. life, the two of them, they worked together. They they um, diverted a river mm. to destroy. I can't remember what city-state it was, but they basically, to destroy a Italian city-state, they were hired to find a way to do it. And what they figured out how to do was to just move a river so that it would, so that the river that supplies, like, drinking water and trade to this big city would run dry and the city would basically like crumble and it worked. It's like that, that that's a, it's, it's interesting. Cause it's, again, it's, it's just my thing where I'm like, man, the like the true story would be, would have made for some interesting video game fodder here. It's surprising. They didn't go for it, but, well, maybe but yeah. the guy who, who one, one of the people writing this was a fan of Tupac. He's like, well, Tupac, like Machiavelli, <laughs> we can't make Machiavelli a bad guy. Well, no, no, I'm not saying he's bad. I mean, in that case, but he, but, w- yeah, he would have been, had he been a Templar. Oh, right. Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, but anyway, I, mean, I do think it's neat that these people these people actually were all here at this time. Copernicus, uh, Machiavelli, Da Vinci, all three of them were in Rome from 1500 to 1503 
when this stuff was going on. Like it was that's cool. It's like Copernicus yeah. arrived in Rome in 1500 and left in 1503, which is when the time frame of this game. And Da Vinci was in Rome working for the Borgia. Da Vinci and Machiavelli were in Rome working for the Borgias in the frame of this game. Cesare Borgia really did meet, you know, hire like a French army during the time frame of this game. Forley really was sacked. Catherine Sforza was held captive. All those things actually happened in real life. I think that's just really neat. Even if yeah. they obviously they took a lot of liberties, which I don't care about at all. I just like to point out. Yeah, it, I like how you, you take real history and, you know, make your make it work for your story. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like a whole subplot though with like the French being nearby too doing some yeah. shenanigans? Well, that's in that the game. Weird. That's in yeah. the game, yeah. right? Cesar Cesare yeah. is uh but yeah, that was for real. Cesare was working with the French to use their army to kind of be the Further army his of goal. The, Yeah, his goal being to make the papal states a big unified power that could stand up, which is of well, what eventually happens with, you know, the Holy Roman Empire and Charlemagne. No, 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 that's no. No, no, it's not. All I can Charlemagne I really can understand. That. That's prior to that. I'm I'm sorry. But they wanted to re- they wanted to redo what Charlemagne had done. Sorry, that's what they were trying to do is rebuild the from Charlemagne. This really is Metal Gear. Oh my god. It really is. Yeah. Like oh my like just just Otacon and being Leonardo to Ezio's yes. snake. Oh to, yeah. And well y'all saw the screenshot liquid to building a freaking outer heaven out of the Vatican City. <laughs> and I sent you guys the screenshot, yes. right? Of when you first meet uh, Leonardo, if you look, there's a cardboard box right. that's that straight out awesome. of metal gear sitting there. Oh, it, <laughs> it goes further than that. If you beat all the virtual missions, you can play as Raiden. France is just Gerlukovich's men, my goodness. Wait, I don't even know if you're joking. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not joking. For real? No, there was a, huge, yeah. there was a couple different collaboration attempts. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think it's it's this one, and the, this one and the last one, and I think even Revelations, you can play as Raiden because in Metal Gear Solid 4, you can unlock Altair's outfit. Yeah. Yep. And in Peace Walker, I think you get like a, a, a couple different times you get to do a leap of, of faith complete mm-hmm. with eagle claw. Yeah. Jump. Yep. <laughs> I really need to play Peace Walker one day again. Yeah. That's the one I've, I specifically haven't played, but need to because it's story heavy. Yeah, I start. It's... I started it on my Vita this summer and I and I just I didn't finish. I didn't get very far in it, but I, yeah. I want to because I love the Metal Gear series and I've never played. If you can get your hands so. on the like the HD collection. Definitely try it that way because it does a lot of it does a lot to improve it. Oh, is is Peace Walker in the HD collection? Yeah, oh, it is on the PS3 360. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like I said, I have I have um every game in the series on some system. So. <laughs> I, it's I don't know why I've never played it, but someday. Also, Metal Gear Asset is another game I think about all the time that I mm-hmm. want to play, but that's not a task. But another thing I, I want to mention, one of the side yeah, things I really enjoyed in this game was mm-hmm. the Romulus treasures. I really love. Yeah, those, those were fun. Yes, those are fun little dungeons. Fun. Yeah. The, op- the, the dungeon stuff has always been pretty good out of yeah. these uh, three games. Yeah. Did, I, and I'm just like, I know I 100% of this. I know I did. But man, I, I don't know how I did some of those in like, we're, like where you have to do it in eight minutes. There's a couple of where I'm like, do. like, how on earth did I do this in eight minutes back then? I must have tried so many times. You have to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but if you're trying to find... Yeah, I mean, they get, they put flags and treasures down there, and if you're trying to find all of them, you're obviously taking your time. You can't run through it in eight minutes. Right. Well, that's why you go in and get the treasures first, and then you redo it. It saves you having gotten the treasures. That's something I noticed. Like, if you pick up a, a Borgia flag or something, and then you fail or restart, it's gone. Like, you picked it up. It, it saves that you picked it up. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. a different trigger. Yeah, so you can go through and get all the treasures and then restart it and try to beat it in eight minutes. But 
I didn't try that. I didn't try that this time. I was like, I'm just playing, having fun. Yeah, and I I liked how also that when you tried to do something and you failed, of course you could restart it right away. Yeah. But if you failed the full synchronization, you you couldn't re you could correct it on your second try. You'd have to really restart from the beginning. Right. Yeah. It's it's very frustrating. It, that was something frustrating. Is I wish there had been like a restart from checkpoint instead of restart memory. Because there's a couple of times where I was trying to get the hundred percent synchronization just because I wanted it and I was really close. And I was like, and I failed. I was like, all right, restart memory. And then it takes, and I'm like, oh god, this is like 20 minutes of progress is taking me back through. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I, re- I really wish it would go restart from check. There is a reason because if you die, you restart from the checkpoint. Yeah, but there's no button to restart. There's so I, 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 I yeah, but. There was only one of those that really irked me when I was doing that to try. Like, when I got the assassination missions, and it's like, a kill with your hidden blade. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> kill these three using only your hidden blade. Okay. So as I chase after the one, the damn fool falls to his death. Yeah. <laughs> I and had I'm a couple of things out like of that. I'm uh, like, technically, I killed him, but... Not the right way. Yeah, that'd be irritating. (laughs) I I, did you go for a lot of hundred percent sync, Richard? I went for the ones that I felt I could handle. Okay, and like uh, one of the ones happens farther in the game, like when we're finding out who the actual spy is. Right. You have to rescue this guy from being killed. They're going to make it look it's part of the show for the reenacting the crucifixion yeah i like that i love that the crucifixion play and of course what you aren't supposed to do is swim okay there's no water no water near where you're doing this and then you have to when you find see the spies like i remember you and he's like oh shit and runs and you catch him and you find out this was the real spy it was one of the, the thieves and now you're like, oh, no, I got to stop Volpe. You run back to the island. <laughs> I completely right. forgot that it was same. the island. And then Sploosh, oh, you've got to be kidding I me. I did the exact same thing. I jumped same. in the water completely forgetting I wasn't supposed to swim. Yeah. It's so, it's so stupid, but it's just like, oh, oh well. I mean, yeah, it when it happened, finished. I was like, yeah. It was just such, don't swim. Oh, there is, uh, easy. There, I'm that, not near water. Same... Oh, shit. I got to run to this guy. And then boom. Oh, shit. That same mission, you're supposed to climb to the top of the Coliseum. And, but I just couldn't figure out where I was supposed to go on top of the Coliseum. And if you get seen, then it restarts you at the beginning. And I just kept getting seen trying to figure out where the hell I'm supposed to go on the Coliseum. And then I finally found the little checkpoint on like my eighth attempt. That mission was hard. I had a really hard time getting up that Coliseum too. And then just trying to get down without being with and kill the guys without being seen. Right. And then when you're in the play, like I just like, it took me a minute to, to to realize oh i'm supposed to go stand on the hay <laughs> and then stand on the other hay if you do eagle vision it if you do eagle vision it points yeah. it out yeah. yeah but i i just so i yeah that one too i failed like five six seven Same. times i was i, I wanted it to tell me like give me a marker stand here okay like don't make me do eagle vision just tell me what to do like you're a ubisoft game I, i'm not playing this because i want to be you know playing open world game where i don't know what to do with ubisoft i expect you just to tell me exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah but but I, I really like that idea they're they're doing the play they're doing the the crucifixion play and his method for killing the guys like because if you fail he stabs him and it's just like it's where the this the roman centurion is supposed to stab jesus and so he just <laughs> actually stabs him and imagine if you were like at this play and it's like 
holy shit, did they actually stab that guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> but also, there's nobody in the, there's also no one in the audience. Who is the play for? They didn't want to generate people. <laughs> There was no, there's no one. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's a dress. It's a full dress rehearsal with the blood and everything, but it's just like, yeah, there's no one in the audience. So yeah, I guess it's a rehearsal. Uh, it's a good, it's a good scene. I mean, there were a yeah, lot of, was, there's a lot of good story beats in this yeah. game. I, I remembered a scene that wasn't in this game that I thought was in this game where I had to fly to get Lucretia Borgia, but maybe that was, I'm making up stuff. Saving Katarina from Lucretia was a good segment. Yeah, that, that was the part where you have to carry her without getting. Oh caught. God, I fucking hated carrying her. She runs away. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have any problems with carrying her. I did. That was that wasn't a problem. <laughs> she can't yeah, run away. Occasionally breaks. She's, she doesn't run very quick. She literally yeah. She runs you slowly and then just like saunters away. Oh, no. I wanted to assassinate her so bad, but you can't. I mean, you can, but you won't be happy. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was that was a fun sequence. And in, in real life, in real life, Katarina Sforza was captured and she did escape, and then but she got recaptured but in this she just yeah. runs away and then she goes back to Forley. i think yeah i i like how everybody comes back i mean as the old sister comes back you have mm-hmm. and the, becomes a full assassin that was cool she started like taking charge of the courtesans yeah <laughs> i think the courtesan missions too i those side missions were fun to me <laughs> yeah you know oh, yeah, i i didn't more. do i didn't do any of the faction missions this time except for the the ones you have to do to start them off i just i forgot about them honestly I mean, there's. That, I mean, this is the kind of game where there's so much. I was just trying to. Mark yeah, off I was just trying to beat the game by today. So. Well, yeah, you're, yeah. If I mean, I'd had I, another couple of, if I'd had another couple of weeks, I would have done some courtesan missions and some thief missions. Fun. But, but yeah, I've done them. I've done it before though. Fun. I did them back in the day. Yeah, yeah. They're they not are. bad. They're not like they're the not bad missions that are god awful. The mercenary missions or the assassin missions. Those are fun too. I did. Yeah. All of them, but two. There were two that were in where the the pope area is, and I just did not want to go there. And I'm just like, I don't care. So. Then I just beat the Oh, game. yeah. Where it's like, as soon as you walk in. <laughs> it's just the bridge. It, Only the bridge notorious. It's, yeah, it's the bridge. So it's just like, I just got to where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a horse and ride across this bridge and then become anonymous. <laughs> Whenever I have to go into the <laughs> oh, into I, that I, area. I, would, I, use, uh, I use the poles that were alongside that bridge. And of course, once you open up more of that area, you just, okay, I'm just going to swim across the river over here. Pop out here. How you yeah. doing? How you doing? I, 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 don't mind me. I'm just all wet. Yeah, no, you you can do that, but I just was like, I'm just gonna ride a horse across, <laughs> ride a horse across, and then hide. I would just murder everybody until I was anonymous. Yeah, there's the first time it's whenever so... you re- whenever you rescue her, and you're standing at the at the bridge, and the waves and waves keep coming. I just kept fighting and kept fighting, and eventually, like when it was over, there was like 40 dead bodies uh-huh. just like piled. I just walked around looting the corpses while people like were like, "Oh my gosh, did you see that?" <laughs> And the I wonder who could have done it. Not this guy. He's sitting it's there picking up their wallet. Yeah, the combat is not bad. It's it it's sometimes it's uh, it's I don't know. Sometimes don't like it's it. uh yeah. So the thing is, it's it's you lock on to someone and you press X and just nothing happens. Sometimes. Oh, this game pre- is like this game is honestly like I think all of them are mostly just hold right trigger, press X when the <laughs> counter button comes up. Right, exactly. And then like, you just counter, you do a count, what's called the execution streak until anything is dead. That's kind of it. Yeah. That's really, yeah, and, I, really and, cool. I, and I don't lot. like the radio. I don't like the radio menu for selecting the weapons. I would go to select like yes. my sword and it would select the crossbow instead. And so then I'm trying to shoot my crossbow while there's like four people attacking me. Oh yeah. And, I would basically not even use it very much. I would usually just uh, use the D pad to like hit right. And that's the sword always. Oh and God. I forgot about that. Butter. I could have been, I could have been doing that every time. I forgot completely about the D pad. 
I was actually working my way through it just to, you know, climbing up and getting that last flag this morning. And I'm like, you know, pulled out the crossbow, you know, point, point, or those guys are talking over there. Let me get that poison dart. And they watch their one guy go nuts. And start, and start watch the second guy <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever use say, the... Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, it's oh. so annoying, though, when you go to, like, hit somebody with, like, the knife. And mm-hmm. for some, sometimes it's supposed to be a one-hit kill, and you're betting on it being a one-hit kill because you need it to, like, not detect. And it doesn't, and it takes two. Oh, so annoying. I, I did, you ever, did you ever shoot a crossbow at a guy, and he's walking towards you, and he just casually slaps the bolt out of the air of his sword? Yeah, I didn't no. see that. Didn't it have is that. badass. Yeah, I was... Um, <laughs> It was a part where you're not supposed to be detected and uh, one of the guards in heavy armor or not heavy armor, but one of like the guards that looks like an officer and he's got a sword. He's walking toward me and his little like I can see you meter is starting to fill up. So I shoot him with a crossbow and he just casually slaps the bolt out of the air with his sword as he's walking toward me. Like like it's uh, it was something out of like an action movie. It was pretty funny. I was like, oh, that's badass. You get a raise after this after I kill yeah. you. Yeah. At the, when I got to that point, like this morning, I was like, I'm climbing up. There's all these guys coming at me. I'm like, I'm at point blank range, and then, fuck. Yeah. I was like, why did you just keep mo- Like, how could you even do the funk when there's like this close? Yeah. Have it's we- also, it's, I love when you are hanging off of the side of something and you grab someone to assassinate them by like throwing them off. Yeah. And first of all, <laughs> it doesn't alert anybody. Even if they no. land, they, their dead body lands in the middle of a bunch of other guards, and the other guards don't even glance at them. But There's secondly, like, this? <laughs> secondly, it kills them no matter how far the drop is. So, like, you could drop them just like four feet, and it's in their death, but it's death, or maybe they're unconscious. I don't know. But it, I think the implication is grabbing them with the blade as you grab them. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but it doesn't make the sound, and you don't and have to have the blade it equipped. Just kills them. Yeah. They're just so surprised that somebody. They're not like, dying. Yeah, they're dying of heart attacks. From they're that. dying. They're having a heart. Yeah, but there's also the added. Uh, you have to include that the also the added force to pull somebody over an edge. Yeah. So that adds you're, to it. You're rocketing them into the into the ground neck first. You're like, yeah. Yoink! I mean, it's, you try and grab somebody <laughs> that don't want to fall off an edge. They're like, no, no, no. Well, they're not expecting it, so they're a little easier. You got. I also. But if you're talking like a, if you're just gra- if you're grabbing them from also from a railing near a railing, they, they've got that too. So I also really love the smoke bombs. So you get like a crowd of like eight guys on you. You drop a smoke bomb, and no matter what weapon you have equipped, you fight hand to hand when the smoke is out. And so I just walk around, and you're just like breaking people's necks. That it's, bothered it's, me. It, it looks like a, it, it really reminds me of Arkham City or or the Arkham games. The way you. Oh, yeah. the, the way Batman fights in those is what it really looks like, where you're like, anybody. you grab somebody, you're like, and it doesn't kill them. None of them die is the thing. They all lay on the ground groaning. Yeah, so yeah, if you do a smoke yeah, bomb, it's is always non-lethal. It's pretty cool. Right. It's pretty cool. But yeah, when you do a smoke bomb, even if you've got your sword equipped and everything, it's all unarmed. And you just are sitting there just like snapping necks and throwing people on the ground and like I guess it's pile driving people. The sword <laughs> equipped. That's when he steps on their face. He kicks them in the head when you have yeah. sword equipped. And you well, do there the, was that one yeah. challenge. That you had to kill the guards while not being detected. I think that's mm-hmm. either a thief challenge or a mercenary challenge. Oh, there's there's a few of those, yeah. But what I do is smoke bomb. Blah, 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 blah. Choink, choink. I never use a smoke bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love the smoke bombs. It's my favorite. It's like I even did that's a few like dozen. You know, I was I also used. I was killing. A, you know, kill them after me without being detected. 
Or- Double assassinations. Funk. Funk. So. Okay, I got a question. You brought up something that I forgot, but now you're reminding me. Did anybody else have a hard time getting the double assassinations? I couldn't, like, it did not happen in this game very often for me. Like, you mean, once, two you guys, have the, once you have the two blades? Yeah, he still wouldn't do it always. Oh, uh, no, it, it did it for me. It did. Okay. I you have to, I found it's always some it's specific. You have to wait for the two enemies you're trying to uh, assassinate. They both have to be highlighted. Okay, that, I didn't oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you kind of just move your cursor, kind of not cursor exactly, but your, your field character. of vision over them, you yeah, like you just line yourself up. You angle yourself okay, until they're both lit up, and then fault. press assassinate, and you go down. Like, yeah, yeah, like and like I much said, simpler. well, like I said, it was like smoke bomb while they're just sitting there, standing there, talking. Eh, how's this going? It's, oh god, choink, <laughs> choink. I like a smoke bomb, and then send in the assassins. I just love sending in the assassins. That it's was so my favorite. That was my favorite tool in the game. And how they, they'd always come, like, different ways. This time, they just, like, leap out of the crowd out of nowhere. This time, they jump off a roof. This time, they throw a smoke bomb and attack them. These time, this time, they run in on a horse. They're better and assassins they, than all of us. They, they, yeah. they don't even know where they're coming from. They're so you know efficient. What I, I had one die near the end of the game, though, at the very end of the game. Oh, that, I had one die, too. Yeah, it was, um, I did, I sent in the, when we were, uh, it's like the end of the game. Not the quite end, not quite the end, but the end of the SEO stuff. And you're uh, you're running around with the apple, and there's yeah. a thing, and I was just like, where you had to kill all the guards in this plaza, and so I just like clicked, you know, LB, 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 real fast, and sent in all all my assassins at once, and then I just got a notification, so and so has died, I'm like, oh crap, but it was like a level one one that I had just recruited, I think, oh, I or was, not I just recruit. I mean, they're like level three. They're one of the ones I hadn't upgraded fully. But... It'd be cool if like the higher level ones get like elaborate funerals when they die, you know? Yeah. You get to like yeah. do stuff with that. That'd be kind of cool. I think, you know what? I just thought after we were talking about this, I should have done it. I should have made all of their outfits red. Yeah, I did. And then I know you when you call them in, mm-hmm. you could change the color. Yeah. And then just when you call them in, I could have just said, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I Yeah, a, I made them red. Yeah. I have a question um, for kind of for Carrie. Is, is the Romulus... <laughs> What was it? Is, is, is it Romulus? Like Star Trek? Yeah. Or is it? Okay. I was like, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure. I, is, that a, is that based on anything in actual history? The whole Romulus stuff? Kind of. Kind of yes, kind of no. Okay. I was just wondering uh, if it was like a cult or something that actually the cult of Romulus. The cult of Romulus was specifically made up by the movie Brotherhood of the Wolf. Okay. And was oh, not okay. a thing in history at all. But the founding myth of Rome was that it was founded by twin brothers Romulus and Remus who were mm-hmm. um, uh, raised by a wolf. Oh, okay. they're raised in the, they're raised in the wild by a wolf, and then they founded they founded Rome. And they also so. discovered two planets many many years later. That's yes, that's why in Star Trek <laughs> Nemesis, there's the Romulus and Remus and Nemesis is because of that. I never knew all, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's where the Romulan name comes from because yeah. Okay, that's cool. I was just curious because I but, yeah, they, but, they, but the whole the whole cult of, <laughs> yeah, the whole cult of Romulus thing is from. I looked it up because I was curious if it was historical or not. Because I and it was is specifically according to the internet was made up by the movie Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is uh, I, it's a fun movie. Okay, never heard of it. But, it's, right. Somebody with a chainsword. Yeah, it's it's one of those like the kind of like glut of like kind of Western martial arts movies that came out at, right after the Matrix. Oh. But it's uh, it's French though. It's French. It's oh, got, okay, so it's, it's not got, that it's, old. It's, at the time it's got it. some. It's got it's got like some really cool. It's got a guy who's like really good at a staff like a, like Darth Maul. And it's also, you know, this is coming, it came out like 2002. So it's like, <laughs> right or 2001. So it's in the wake of those movies. Oh, and then one thing, it's the final fight, somebody's got a, a big chainsword. It's oh. kind of cool. 
one of the things they really incre- made better for me in this game, like in Assassin's Creed 2, throwing knives are useless. They're still useless in this game, but you have the crossbows. At least you can kill people from a distance stealthy. Where like Assassin's Creed 1, I just throw a throwing knife at everyone and they just disappear. It was great. Yeah, so the throwing knives would be more useful if they auto-targeted the way your gun and your crossbow. Yeah, they don't auto-target but at all. But they don't. They just fly in a direct line in front of you. So if you're not perfectly lined up, then they miss. And then, as someone said a minute ago, they also are not always a one-shot kill. No, that's they're only a one-shot. Like... They're only a one-shot kill on like the level one enemies. And like, they were the just that in the cards. first Assassin's Creed game. Be being watched. Yeah, I was just saying like they won't they won't work if you're being watched. You have to be completely undetected when you throw it. Oh, oh right, that makes right. sense. I mean, they Crossbow worked, is good though. Yeah, they work completely perfect in the first game. Yeah, I know. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, the crossbow I used a ton. I used the crossbow so much. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to clear off these rooftops real fast so I can run around unimpeded. They used the gun, too. They implemented uh, the gun into the, like, executions now, which is really cool. But I think it takes your ammo, which kind of made me annoyed. Yeah, it does. It it doesn't. It doesn't take your ammo. I I know when you do the instant kills. Well, if, if, do you do it where you kill someone, then you hold down Y? Because I know you can do that, but... No, no, just... I would, like, kill someone with a sword, but because the sword has your gun as, like, an offhand thing, that uh-huh. does, it would, like, use ammo, I thought. No, it wouldn't? No, it does not use ammo, no. Because no. I, I would keep track of that because uh, it's a really cool animation where he just kind of stabs a guy and then blows him away. Yeah, he stabs him and then shoots him in the back of the head. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he, like... Gets like, into, like execution style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used the the gun a, a good bit, but I used the crossbow way more. But especially for those like guys on horseback, when you're getting attacked by guards and there's one captain on horseback riding by, that's when the yep. pistol was really useful because you could be in the middle of sword fighting and then just turn and shoot him off the horse. Oh, that was fun too, trying to get that straightened out riding on the horse. Yeah, it's oh yeah. Funky. Oh, I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was it was pretty good. It's it's not as good as in some other games. It's not as good as like in Red Dead or Breath of the Wild, obviously. But <laughs> it hasn't felt good until I started playing the new ones, like Origin, Odyssey, and Valhalla. Is it really good in those? Yep, like normal. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I always enjoy a horse in a game, like a, as a mount. Like I'm, it's kind of my favorite type of like vehicle in a game. Is a horse. I like riding around on horses. I guess maybe because I grew up riding horses. Mm. It's like I don't know. I mean, it's fun doing the horseback stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, what I didn't, it, it was it was a little clunky is like what they will and won't jump over or jump off of. Yeah. yeah. And that's then the all, you have to get right about horseback, you know. Right, in, in real life too, I guess. But but also it's like um, usually what you do is you, like, you hold down right trigger and press A and he gallops. But sometimes instead of him galloping, you just jump off of him. That was a little frustrating. That would happen occasionally. I think it was like I wasn't pulling the trigger. I was pressing A before I pulled the trigger, maybe. And so instead of galloping, I just jump off the horse at an inopportune moment. Mm, yeah. Of course, that did make some of the tasks uh, and finding some of the items a little bit tricky. I mean, I, there was yeah. a flag I was trying or and some items I was trying to get at. But I'm like, how the hell do I get up there? I had to look it up. <laughs> and you have to actually jump this large gap with the horse. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't expect that because I, I never really did much with the horse in this game. Yeah, there's a there's like one or two that are that way. Where you have I only to used that. the horse really for one Cortis on mission where I had to because I could not get back in time if I didn't ride a horse. I think you yeah. can also use the horse to get some height on an initial jump. Yeah, you can you're... use it to like get to better locations sometimes a little quicker. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't do that either. That's... Like for like for climbing those like columns where the if the column is like eight feet, you can't reach the top, or if it's like twelve feet, you can't reach the top of it quite 
I think you can jump from the horse and reach the top of it. Oh, that's I cool. Think, I think that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I really, I really, um, I enjoy the. I, I didn't this time go after all the collectible stuff, but I did. I went after it whenever I saw stuff. I like, I like the Borgia flags. I like um, when you rebuild the aqueduct. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was wondering. I didn't look it up. I meant to look it up because when you fully rebuild the aqueduct, there's still one part of it that's broken. And I wonder if that one part of it is actually broken in real life. <laughs> and that's why you can't repair that one piece. That would be pretty funny if that's what that is. That would yeah, be funny. Because, yeah, if you do the full rebuild of the aqueduct, there's still one section of it that's broken. Yeah. yeah no, Although it's it kind of neat to I know. run along yeah. the Me aqueducts, too. isn't Yes, it? I would get up on the aqueduct and run across the city like I'm oh, stepping in all so your drinking much. water. Oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, to be fair, didn't they? Isn't this a time when water was unsafe to drink, so we drank beer instead? Uh, it, I mean, they 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 uh, boiled boiled water, mixed vinegar in it. Yeah. Okay, they already figured that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the the beer thing. I mean, they they mix beer with water, but yeah. It is kind of funny they didn't close the aqueduct, right? Like that is just open to the to the, all the birds. To right. Beer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That <laughs> that is odd, isn't it? I've always thought that. I'm like, why are the aqueducts open to the air? And this is why so many people got sick. Especially because they have sewers, like right? They they know how dirty water is. Like that should well, be if anything. I mean, also yeah, closed, they they yeah. made lots of say it's just like, like you know, like um, all their pipes were you know lead. Yeah, <laughs> it's why it's why it's why someone that works on pipes is called a plumber because the Latin word for lead is plumbius. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> okay, I didn't so. know that. We learned something PD. new today. Yeah. That's, why the, that's, why the, that's why the, the letter, the, you know, the, what do you call it? The atomic symbol, atomic letters for lead or PB? Atomic, atomic symbol, yeah. Atomic symbol, PB. there you go. Yeah. That's why you're called a plumber. Hey, look, yeah. it, we achievement unlocked. I know it's not a sound. That's what made me think of. <laughs> no, sorry, that was me getting a notification. Sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. I'll try I have my phone up. silenced, but not my, not my watch. <laughs> one hey, of the missions it... I want to mention real quick is the one where you have to go kill the banker when you kill the the big guy mm-hmm. that's at a party. Oh my yeah. god, that was fun. Yeah, that's a, and that's a real guy. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he that was actually that that guy that is actually he was the actual Rodrigo's actual banker. And did he also get killed randomly, mysteriously? I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> like I, I think. I think so. Actually, <laughs> I think so. Banker. That... Yeah, Juan Borgia was actually Rodrigo's banker. Oh no, that's that's it. He's oh, not okay. well. He's not well known beyond that. Just that he did have a banker named Juan Borgia that was a uh, a, a, a brother that's or so, is related to him somehow. I just like that part family. where everybody's like pretty much. I mean, it's pretty much like a sex party is what's going yeah, on here. Yeah, that's clearly like what's that. going on. It's yeah, yeah, that's an orgy. That's just, that's he's like he's wearing on a Tuesday though. He's wearing his Cardinals hat while they're having. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Cardinals. I just yeah. I mean, doesn't that go against a little bit of the religion itself? Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, I mean, it's like, a, like we're saying, they're supposed to be celibate. Yeah, they were very much not. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing, and a lot of that stuff because, like, uh, the stuff of Leonardo and being gay, like, it was a, a big thing. It was kind of like a there's kind of like a fashionable thing to that in Rome at the time, also, is that because they were trying to be like the ancient Romans, and so they're like, oh yeah, so like we're we're like the ancient Romans. We do the whole you know gay thing and sex parties and stuff, but it's <laughs> you know we don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that that was also one you're supposed to kill him while sitting on from a sitting on a bench. Yeah, that yeah. happened for me. Yeah. I made it happen. It's not that bad. Yeah. I think it's actually I, 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 I managed to do that one. I bullshit Like, I can't get close to him because one of these fools always seems to spot me. 
I mean, he's kind of walking around. He's doing the rounds, checking up on everyone else in the orgy, well, like a, you know, a good orgy, you know. <laughs> yeah, but he just seems to stay in the one area. He just always seems to stay in the one area. So what I opted to do was, okay, nobody's really looking at me. Poison him from afar. Yeah, I actually I watch him. <laughs> I use the poison from afar on the guards, and then use that as my distraction to get in close to him. Well, oh. the the game does tell you to do that, anyways. I was I was. Oh, it does. There. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I was, right. I was I was in a I was in a uh, like the haystack or something, and I couldn't figure it out because every time I popped out, people would look at me and I'd jump back in, and it's like maybe you should try poisoning someone for a distraction. But by the time I got that, I was already sitting on a bench ready to kill him. <laughs> yeah. I do like that the game gives you hints, especially if you're if it if it thinks you're struggling. Oh, I think that's cool. Yeah. Any other missions that really stand out to mention? I mean, I, I like how the game you know shows you the end mission, but then it you know you have to do everything else to get to that final Ezio mission where you go and kill Cesar. I like yeah, it's a good build up. Cesar. It's a really yeah. good build up for a villain. And again, gotta... the history thing: Cesar Borgia really did die in that battle that takes place. That's the actual. Battle oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. The, the gotta... there, Oh, go ahead. I do have to ask this one, and uh, it's more for the game related. Must you get rid of all the towers? No, no, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, because there's. I was. I think. I was, yeah, speed running it. You don't have to. I know that no. people avoid it. I was. I was having an issue where I was. I was actually trying to get real towers before I beat the game because I wanted all the assassins to run around, but I kept running into this really dumb issue where. There was like one tower that was maybe three or four stars, and the game was doing that thing where you know if you like there's an area not supposed to be, it kind of walls itself off, and it's like yeah, oh, yeah, your memories don't go here. And I was like, I'm not gonna deal with this. Then I'm just not gonna worry about it because I don't want to run the other ones and they not let me do it. So yeah. I just kind of ignored it. I think like just even in the first couple chapter, the first couple sequences, you could actually access up to nine of those towers. Probably. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's, there's like three you couldn't or until i think sequence five or six and yeah. i was trying to do all of them right at the beginning and i Same. kept running into the invisible wall like alan was talking about it annoyed me and yeah, so I just walls like, that have like true. the weirdest like indents where like you can go kind of further in and then uh-huh. hit a wall again and you're like oh uh, okay yeah, yeah well i had i had one of those where you're supposed to kill someone and they ran into that wall and ah. I'm like, so what am i supposed to do i just had to restart it <laughs> yeah Weird. There yeah. is that one. There was one. I think you had to kill some sort of a group of engineers or something, and it's right at the edge. Right, right. That's. I think that's the one it was. And yeah, one of them ran. He just ran right into the like invisible wall that I can't run into. He's like, a similar you, to I'm that at the near the end of the game when you have to kill Cesare's guards in the uh, plaza, and mm-hmm. one of them, and and then like fifty other guards come, but you're just supposed to kill these four specifically to get the mission to go. And one of them just takes off and runs outside the mission area and wouldn't come back. And every time I'd go after him, it would say, reduce distance to target. And then once I killed the other three, it says, reduce distance to target, desynchronized, mission failed, <laughs> like immediately, because he was so far away. And I don't know why, I just, I just reloaded and he did it again. And then I reloaded and he didn't do it again the, the like third time. But I was like, why does this keep happening? That would annoy the hell out of me. And every time I reloaded, you're at the bottom of the hill and have to climb the stairs again. It was very annoying. Yeah, I'd be annoyed too. Yeah, so that's but, but that was like I really hated the uh, the Apple stuff, like running around where you can't use any other, you can't use any of your tools. Though the second time you have to do it when Cesare gets arrested, or or is it? Yeah, I guess he gets arrested. Doesn't he get arrested by like the French when the French army show, or maybe he doesn't? But he uh, doesn't get arrested by the French army. Right. Never mind. But anyway, that second time you don't have any of your tools except for the assassins. You can send in assassins. 
<laughs> when you when you and the other assassins show up, when you and Machiavelli and all them show up, and they all have swords like yeah or whatever, and you're like lifting the apple. I I did not enjoy that because you're just running around. You can't do anything but just keep with the apple. You know, yeah, that was. It's not even like a good feedback. All it does is like, oh, my head hurts. And it's yeah, like, well, so it, it makes <laughs> cool. some of them it it, it exactly because what it does is like some of them it they like fall down like clutching their head, and then some of them become murderous and start killing each other, mm-hmm. and it just feel it feels very random. And again, it was that one where you have to kill these four specific ones. There are two of them that were standing with each other, and I did it to both of them, and they just both stood there and held their heads, and it didn't count them as dead. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do here? So <laughs> like, yeah, then also I, de- I delete another guard over to them to kill them. So you you have to have high health is what it's supposed to do because the longer down you hold it, the more health you lose. Right. But right. there will be a there will be a second circle that forms around Ezio, which will be a white circle, and that insta kills enemies around you. Oh that, right, right. So you need yeah, to be that, closer oh. to them whenever you use it. Then basically, yes, that's yeah. basically what it is. But then you regenerate health while you have the apple. I just thought it was interesting because it feels like the apple is something the Templar would use. And it feels like the, it feels weird for the assassins to use it, but I know they, they feel like, you know, any means necessary. So I guess it's fine. It just, it feels like this instrument of yeah, evil well, used to control the world. And now you're going to use it and cause, and I wish that the game had done something with that and have Ezio grapple with the morality of using the apple. And, and even though he's using it, you know, still have you use it because any means necessary, but have Ezio be like, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. And Machiavelli be like, Come on, anything, any means necessary. We have to defeat them, no matter what. And as you'll be like, but it's not, it's turning us into one of them. And, you know, you figure there would be something like that. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But it kind of felt at the end, it's just like, all right, Avalanche, just here's the end of the game. You know, just, (laughs) but but then you have the whole Desmond sequence after all that, which was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Well, I I like the the parkour in these games is really good. I have mixed feelings with the, I like the Desmond stuff a lot, but in this game, I was very annoyed with the final stuff for Desmond. I mean, I like the story of it. Like he sees Ezio put the the apple underneath the the, the Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. So then you yeah. go to the Coliseum and you have to go through this whole puzzle to get <laughs> the, all this the way they stuff. figure out the password is just <laughs> so it's it's from it's from Kabbalah. It's uh, in, in Kabbalah. They claim that the God has 72 names. And that's why it's somebody it's just like it's just like only a master of Kabbalah and parkour can defeat our our secret <laughs> can gain our secret weapon for destroying for controlling humanity. It was just funny. I was very confused with that part. <laughs> because it because it built because <laughs> yep. then it like because then whenever you get down there, Minerva's like, you know, creates platforms for you to jump on specifically. It's just very there's a, a podcast, the Experience Points podcast, and they do like the the game they do like they call them the gamey awards. They make fun of the game awards and they do their own awards. They call them the gamey awards and they make up ridiculous categories like, you know, uh, you know, 2023's best waifu and husbandu and things like that. And one of their categories they always have is the gamiest game. And the idea of at the end of the game, Minerva creates little parkour platforms for you to get to the thing is very gamey. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that's fair. It's extremely gamey, but also fun. Because I like the parkour in these games. I like the parkour puzzles, especially, are a lot of fun. It those, was basically one of those uh, pick the right path. Yeah. Or start it's, again. The, the, like, the, next, the next to last one, when you're in the cathedral underneath, the, like the big cathedral underneath the Coliseum, and you like have to vault on the like chandeliers, there's mm-hmm. one where I just kept missing it and falling all the way to the bottom. And you take no damage, by the way. Desmond's immortal. <laughs> Ezio would die from this fall. 
or take like lose half his health. It's Desmond can I, I fell like five times, no problem. Desmond's like, I'm good. Jump back up, do it again. Oh yeah, in the future, our legs are just so much stronger. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the secret. Is so that's much the secret. stronger. I wish that was yeah. true. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, any all everything is good except for the truth. I've never liked the truth, and in this <laughs> game, it seemed a heck of a lot even more convoluted and yeah. annoying. Well, the game, this game fucks with you. Yeah. <laughs> what well, it's also a thing too where I, I think I mentioned in the last in the last one, a lot of the stuff from the truth doesn't really ever end up happening because they always retcon themselves in later games and stuff Wait, like that. No, the the truth is when you do that little puzzle thing, that's what you guys are talking about, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I didn't you do eagle vision and you see like a glowing like thing yeah, on the side of the building. I, I, I only did else. I only did so I remember doing a bunch of them in because they're in all three of these games, right? They're in two and three. I'm assuming they're in three. I can't remember I Revelations. I can't remember Revelations at all. Yeah, but I remember doing a bunch of them, and I felt like they were mandatory or something. This time, I only did one of them, and I never even looked for the other ones. I had no idea. Never did them. I spent so much time on them in in the past, and this time I was just like, I did one. I was like, all right, I'm good. But <laughs> I did. I, worry, the payoff wasn't even worth it. So no, yeah. no. I did wasn't. all of them, and. I was expecting something like what we had in in two, a story that gets pieced together. Right. And what we got was it wasn't pieced together. It was just point. It was just like a static screen with a message. Right. Things that you have to unlock in each like a chess move. You're playing a game of chess. Right. And solving certain puzzles, which the puzzle things I did like. But the payoff was lockluster in that one in in so, this one so i remember is it in two or three where you basically are like the 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 end of each puzzle you're seeing the apple is like on hitler's desk and it's also on two. is it two okay yeah i remember uh, that i don't hitler's even desk well it's in different places it's like yeah it's just oh, like, like these those, historical okay. photos yeah oh, the look, puzzles are like trying that. to find it yeah, yeah. look no, the apple was is in of... fdr's pocket and things like that Three was a crap ton of those stupid, like, uh, radial puzzle uh, yes. things. Oh. And I hated them yeah. so much. <laughs> I remember that. I, three is the three is the first one that I didn't, or no, Revelation is the one I didn't 100%. Three, uh, we'll talk about three in like a year from now. I'll, I'll save it. But, I keep saying, saying three instead of Brotherhood. I got I to gotta get out of that habit because Brotherhood is the third one. But like, you know. Yeah. I know it's oh, so okay. Hard. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I, um. Yeah. I thought of one more historical tidbit I wanted to throw out about Cesare Bor- Borgia. Just something cool that they didn't have in the game that would have been surprising because it's another one of those where the, tr- the true story is really cool. He he wore like a badass leather mask, like some <laughs> sort of supervillain um, in real life. Was he defigured or something? Yeah, yeah. He had syphilis, severe scarring from syphilis. And so he specifically in the time period of this game, it happened. And so he started around 1500 wearing this like leather mask all the time, which would have just made him look like Hannibal Lecter. And, <laughs> oh, that, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Also in real life, when he died, the reason he died is because he was leading his men in battle and he just like um, some people ran from him and he's just like, fuck those guys. And he ran after them and his men didn't follow him. And so he ran off on his own and ended up getting ambushed. And then they, they killed him and then they stripped him nude. And left him. They took his mask and everything. And they all they left him with was they they put a red. They took like a red like ceramic tile and put it over his genitals and left him. <laughs> left him. That's how he was found. 
<laughs> that would have been a that would have been a little uh, different way to end it. Yeah. If, at the end, Etsy was like, "All right, now I'm going to take off your clothes." <laughs> <laughs> Rescuat and pache. But anyway, yeah. I just thought I think it's funny because yeah, he yeah he uh, it's surprising that they didn't go for the leather mask. But then I was thinking about it, I was like people would have thought that was unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, probably. They would have been like, "Oh, this is silly." A freaking leather mask. Like, what is this, Batman? Not realizing that it's actually accurate to the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably exactly what it is. Truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah. But no, I like the ending of the game. And then when you get to the credits, do y'all... So did you guys sit through the all, like, 18 minutes of the credits? Yes. Yeah. I think I did. So you you get the uh, knife in the back deal. What is it? You get some... Knife in the tummy. Knife in the heart. Something like that. But But, yeah, knife in the heart. That's what it is. A knife in the heart you get for achievement for City Thrillum. I didn't know. I was just like, I just left the credits running while I played Marvel Snap and listened to occasionally like someone (laughs) scream. Occasionally someone would like scream or something. I'm like, what is going on? And then it's just like really long credits. But can you, because I know after the credits, it put me right back in Rome and now I can run around and continue to collect stuff. Does it do that if you, if you quit out of the credits also? Yeah, it just lets you just, it just skips it. Oh, okay. I didn't know if I had to sit through the credits to get that. That's why I, I did it. <laughs> oh, I don't have. The... And then that scene, though, where Desmond gets controlled by the alien and stabs Lucy. Oh, yeah. That fucked with me when I first played this game because I really like Lucy. And it doesn't tell you why he did it. It just happens. And they're like, well, that's yeah, nice. it, it sure doesn't tell you why. <laughs> Does it explain it in Revelations? I don't recall. Nope. Nope. They don't explain it till three. three. Oh, it's in three. They explain it. Okay, and they explain literally. It Revelations is him just dealing with it the whole game. Right? Is she well, dead? Is she dead in Revelations? Dead. Yeah, dead. that's what I thought. She yeah, she's dead. They can't afford Kristen Bell. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know that makes a lot more sense now that I think about it. Kristen like, Bell was starting obvi- to get big. Yeah, obviously they have they can't keep the the famous person around. So before before Assassin's Creed one, like she was in Pulse. That was like the only that was the first time. Hey, like, and Veronica Mars. And Veronica Mars. That was like it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. The good place happened, and all of a sudden, you know, she, they can't afford her anymore, you know? <laughs> I wonder if that really was what it was. Like, we can't. I, no, I think the good place came out a little bit after. Yeah, the good place okay, came out after that. I watched that show, but that was recently. That I, was to, was show I, I was my, looking to see my... what she what she did after this game, but it's been a while. Oh, man, a lot of stuff. But yeah. Her husband, you know, Dak Shepard, right? So, like, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They have the money. They, she, she didn't have to work no more. <laughs> yeah, she she really didn't have anything big in terms of her own work until Frozen, which is two years after this. Oh, well, yeah. I wonder. They just maybe it was just stories of like we want to have her be you know because she was the one that orchestrated this whole thing, so we're gonna have her get. I don't know. It really bothered me, it, and oh, I it's like for, a spread your wings and fly Desmond thing, you know. But she's she's she she still continues to do ton of voice work. Like she I, mostly does voice work. It bothered me when they kill her in this. It, it I, really did. I wonder if if there's anyone from the original team that's like ever came out and is like, yeah, we kind of low key regret killing her off in like the, <laughs> the Brotherhood. Well, especially because for no reason, it's not like they explain. Like, is it just to give some dramatic stakes to no, the, revelations? It, no, it it's it's very much just there's no real there's a reason for it, but the reason you find out's really stupid. Yeah, I, I just it's been so long since I played these, I can't remember. So I can't I'll remember have to, either. I'll have to replay three because three. I, I didn't get to 100% I, because of some bullshit. We have an excuse I, to in June next year. I, I remember <laughs> yeah. what it is, if y'all want me to tell y'all. No, not if it's not in this yeah. game. We'll wait. We'll yeah, save it for three. Like, well, also think you you don't find out, because I want to say you you also find out in the DLC for 
Revelations because there's a there's a DLC for Revelations where it's like a first person parkour fucking play that. But I know what you're talking. Oh, about. I know what you're talking about. I was doing that earlier. Um, yeah, were, were you supposed to play? But it's more subject? about Desmond's backstory, not so much about because I did it all. I don't think it actually explains anything about. Uh, I thought okay. it was just about Age of Sixteen. It's it's, yeah. it's about Desmond. It's about what he was doing, like how the farm worked and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Okay, but, yeah, then, yeah. All right, then I'm probably I'm probably wrong because like I said, I've never played I never played that DLC, and I actually never really played all the way through three. But if you do so. want to talk about the Gamey Awards, like that whole set sequence in first person would probably be a contender. <laughs> it's really it's very goofy. much that. Yeah. yeah, I never I never played it. I, I got through like two missions and you actually have to like be in first person and jump on platforms. And I'm like, I'm not playing all this no, all the way through. Yeah. Trying to do platforming in first person game. No, thank you. I mean, I've done uh, it. I think I think Mirror's Edge does a good job. of it. Oh, OK, Mirror's Edge does. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Star I'm really Dark interested Forces to try that. Like playing this really made me want to buy the Assassin's Creed for the Oculus that just came out. Mm-hmm. Mirage. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that it's really good. I just, it's, I think it's, I feel like it's like 60 bucks and it's just like, I don't know. Like I, I, I can't imagine that I'm going to get $60 worth out of it because I, I use my, I use my VR headset like once every two months. So as a guy who's terrified of heights, I can't even imagine playing that in VR. Like, Oh, I love it. I love, that, I love, yeah. I love, I love the, 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 the stuff like stuff like that in VR. If it you is. have if as long as it's not laggy, I hate heights, <laughs> so I won't be okay. Did I send you all that TikTok of where the guy's playing Assassin's Creed VR and he's singing like tequila or whatever it's no, called? I don't think okay, I need to let that for y'all real quick. Put it in yeah. Discord. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any last things you guys want to say about the anything that we missed? No, nothing I could say no, of right good. now. No. I'm good. Okay. And then it was a year later than we get revelations, and then I think is three a year after that or is three longer? Can't I want to say it was after that. I think quick. it was right after that, yeah. Okay, they were still doing their damn yearly releases. I'm just curious. You want me to but look they it up? They have a brand new engine to show off for it. They love that snow. <laughs> it does snow in that. <laughs> yes, it does. <sighs> well, you are in New York, so. Yeah, I, I really like three a lot. I'm I'm looking forward to talking about. It. I, I it has problems, but I'm looking forward to talking. about I it. hated three yes. when I played it back in the day, so I'm very curious to see what my opinion will be when we when we get to it. My my big problem when I played three was that I was enjoying the main storyline so much that I played through it too fast and it locks you out of like all the side content. If you play through, if you you, like reach a certain point in the story and it completely locks out in all of the side stuff, like all the, right. Yeah. All the homestead stuff. Exactly. So you can't go back and build the homestead up at all. Um, I don't even tell you that. I don't even know. It doesn't tell you that at all. You're just playing. And then all of a sudden, none of the homestead quests are valid anymore. And I don't know if you can even do them after you beat the game. So I couldn't build, I didn't build up my homestead at all. And I'm someone who wants to like 100% everything. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> it sucked because I was just enjoying the main story so much. It was so good. All right. Here's here's when they were released. Okay. Okay. Assassin's Creed 2007. Assassin's Creed 2 2009. Brotherhood 2010. Revelations 2011. Assassin's Creed 3 2012. Black Flag. Assassin's Creed 4 2013. Rogue and Unity both came out in 2014. Syndicate 2015, Origins 2017, Odyssey 2018, Valhalla 2020, Mirage this year. Wow, those games really have those games really have come out year to year, haven't they? Yeah, that is cool. yeah there's That's only crazy. been like a year, or like two years, uh, is the highest gap. Or maybe Try three again now. now, three now, yeah, yeah, three between <laughs> Valhalla and Mirage, which was supposed to be potentially DLC, which they expanded. So you know, take that grain of salt with it, I guess. <laughs> 
All right, and then I think we should go to questions, comments, memories. I do have a, a few I want to read uh, from, I watched the entire Overload Super Replay. I got from John Aldridge. I still remember the end of that game absolutely breaking my mind. The death at the end just shocked me more than most anything had. And the, and the fact that how the end of the game was downright mean, left on that cliffhanger for a year, hurt. Eh, longer than a year, because you don't find out what really happened. And from Lucas Harris, easily my favorite of the Ezio trilogy. I played the ever-loving shit out of the multiplayer mode. Uh, speaking of which, uh, who I know me and Mike, have, have y'all, Carrie, Richard, and Alan, have y'all played the next one, Revelations? I know Richard probably hasn't. Yeah. Richard has I haven't started it yet, so okay. I'll be starting it after this. I played it back when it came out, right after I beat yes. Yeah, Because it, it's super not clear, and I don't think it explained in the trailers either. The, the ending of this game, Desmond's left catatonic. That's why I think... I, I don't know if they say who it is, but whoever shows up basically says, just throw him back in the animus. We'll figure it out. That's, yeah, that is in the, yeah. that's in the, that's in the, uh, the credits of this one. Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah, get a you hear, random voice that you don't know, right? You hear yeah. like a guy say he's, he's kind of talking. Someone goes, put it back in the animus. We'll get, we'll get what we need or something like that. I think you don't find that out till three, who that is. You find out at the end of revelations. Okay. I remember who it is, but I'm not going to say. I remember okay. I, remember I just found out something. Yeah. You like Assassin's Creed? That it, well, in Assassin's Creed, just that's uh, um, the voice of Subject Sixteen. Uh-huh. I don't know who it is. Cam Clark. That sounds really good. References keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's Liquid. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. That's Liquid. Funny. You could call him Liquid. He was Leonardo. Uh, he was a version of He-Man. He-Man. I actually have his. I have his his signature in my one Assassin's, not my one Assassin's, my one Eternal Darkness book because he vo- did a voice in that game. Well, it, World Eternal World. Darkness is just what if Metal Gear all the voice actors had a reunion? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. Good game, by the way. I'm very good. Game. On the show. So yes. All right, and then from the official Laser Time community. From Dave Heen, for sure my favorite Assassin's Creed game. It has such a fun loop that I never got bored of. I'm pretty sure I got all the achievement points on this one. So good. From David Gabor, I love this game. Walking around, sending a team of assassins around with a simple whistle never got old. That is 100% true. Yeah. That was so much fun. And from the Assassin's Creed group, I got one from Cyrus Winkler. 99%. I could never do the tank mission without taking damage until I did on another save. Honestly, my favorite of the franchise. And from last group, from Giant Bomb, from Daniel Johansson, this was the one where you could call in your bros, right? It was so fun. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it is. From Robert Labaz, I played so much of the multiplayer, there's really nothing I found like it. From Anthony Cruz, such a good game. It was the last AC I liked. And from Blake Ellen, still the best Assassin's Creed game. And one last section of comments memories out i do want to read from it i'm doing something new on discord so if you want to chat with if you want to put your comment go on join our discord you can chat on there from the let's play princess phoebe friend of the show i love this game holding your first up and having a barrage of holding your fist up and having a barrage of arrows obliterate an army will always be satisfying also the game to introduce some of the best multiplayer out of the time which they will sadly never bring back and from michael colby also friend of the show Brotherhood took everything great about 2 and made it better. They made a tower defense section that they didn't overdo, and it was fun to play, and the catacombs were all fun. My favorite game in the series. That is Revelations. <laughs> but I'll still appreciate it. So, all right, and you too can join us and talk on our Discord. All right. So positive things. I look forward to when, when, I, when I poll people for Revelations to see what people have to say. Because <laughs> that was a game that was not liked, if I remember correctly, back then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to skip on Revelations, but I'll be here for 3 for sure. 
I got to get for three. Yeah, I'm already there. seeing something I'm going to like about Revelations. It's I don't think it's a bad game. I think I just had issues with it at the time, it's but I'm excited to go fine. ahead. It's capital F fine. Totally acceptable. Yeah. Again, I, it looks like there's two new shot, uh, two new vendor things in there. Can't remember any. There's some there's some new elements and stuff that they definitely right. added. Some tra- again, a couple of traversal improvements that uh, they brought over into newer games and. Yeah, right. Stuff like that that do make it more enjoyable in that sense, but it's still at its heart mostly the same game uh, as the two games before it. So uh, you know, I can understand why people would get franchise fatigue by now. Yeah, but the way I could describe it for myself is uh, Brotherhood is the best gameplay wise, but Revelations is pretty much best story wise. I love the story of Revelations. Yeah, story's good. Revelations also shorter than Brotherhood too. Mm-hmm. I'm actually still nice. a fan of two the most. I think the novelty of the whole setting was uh, just so good to me. But we'll talk about it when we do the. Yeah, um, I also hated Zelda. three when I played it back in the day. So I'm really excited to go back and see how I how I feel about three. When we play it Same. next year. Same. I actually agree with you. All right. And I have a steam code to give away. Uh, this is a steam code for Stygian Reign of the Old Ones. I have no idea what that is, but there's and the code is M I O C. P, I think it's a zero. I don't know. Put a zero. Try either or. Two M A nine K N three M seven R. That is your Steam code for Stygian Reign of the Old Ones, and I have no idea what that is, but there you go. Well, given that Stygian refer- relates to the River Styx and actually means very dark, I did not know that. <laughs> probably going to be something very dark, close to lo- or that, or close to Lovecraftian. Now, I, well, I, it was a I typo, know. and they meant to say sturgeon, and it's about a bird. <laughs> <laughs> or, or a fish. There's a fish called a sturgeon. I'm pretty oh, sure. Maybe, oh, maybe I had it wrong. Maybe it's maybe just fish, not bird. Oh, no. In Minnesota, I know in, I know we have a fish that's called a sturgeon. Oh, yeah. I can't say that. Oh, and let's go to Shelf Stacker Box. And, Kerry, why don't you go first? Yeah, Shelf. I love this game. Um, I had a great time playing it this time. Again, I'll probably play it again another time. So. All right. Definitely. And Richard. Oh, this was definitely shelf. Like I said, I enjoy traveling. I enjoy traveling around Rome, rebuilding Rome, seeing all the sites that we know of, of Roman history, and some that I didn't necessarily know of, and building up, giving the various factions side operations or outside operations to work from. It's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful game, beautiful design. Some of the missions, uh, you know. <laughs> They're 100% requirements. That's going to take a lot of time to do, but I have to respect that for people who devote that time into the game. But yeah, definitely shelf. Okay, and I'll go next. I'm also going to put this on the shelf, too. I had a really good time playing this game again, and even though I couldn't play it on my Steam Deck, I still had a ton of fun playing this on PC, and I'm glad I, I got to revisit it. I was, I was really looking forward to playing this one, so on the shelf. And what about you, Joe? I'm going, but it's also going to put this on the shelf. I love all the quality of life stuff. The story is good. And uh, surprisingly enough, I do like the fact that it is as long as it is, especially because I don't really think I did any of the side quests. I pretty much just played the game. And then I wanted to do a whole thing where I wanted to beat the game and do the side quest, but I usually also don't care. So, but I enjoyed it still. That's fine. And Alan? I'm going to be the one detractor. I'm going to put it in the stack. Oh, okay. I, I do enjoy this game. Don't get me wrong. I just enjoyed too much more. I think that a lot of the things that this game does that they took from two weren't quite expanded upon so much. It's just more of it. 
and uh, it didn't really feel too much different. And uh, honestly, I just I didn't really care too much about the Borgia family as much <laughs> as I did about their the, the other cast of enemies in two. But definitely well worth it, worth time, worth your t- uh, effort to play it if you can. Definitely pick, give it a, a good a good shot. Okay, that's fair. And then eventually, I think February is the plan. You can hear us talk about Revelations. Yeah, February. So that should be your next Assassin's Creed. At some point, I got to cover that movie, but I've, I've never seen that movie. Someday I should get around to that. There's also a Assassin's Creed. Uh, Revel- there's a Revelations movie. Did you say the the regular movie? No, just the movie in general. That there's a with um Magneto Michael from yeah. Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah. The, the The movie's pretty good. I watched it with my husband at one point. And it we had a good time. There's also a Revelations movie that uh I which shows the ending, the absolute ending of Ezio's story. Embers, which which is in the yeah. collection. Yeah. Yeah, is how long is it? Is like an hour? Yeah, like ninety minutes, something like that. Oh, that yeah. might okay. You might that might okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I liked it. Oh wow! Assuming it's on YouTube, also. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it came it came free with the game, so they're just like, yeah, just just put it on YouTube. No one, no one really cares. Okay. Yeah, we might have to t- watch that and talk about it then, depending on what it is. So. And I also want to let you know what you guys can hear next week. Next week, you get to look forward to Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. Devil May Cry style game that is a sequel to Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's what you get to hear about next week. Carrie, where can people find you at? Hey, I'm on Twitch and YouTube at Carusetta, K-E-R-O-O-S-E-T-A. I modify and repair video game consoles or just kind of uh, stream whatever I happen to be playing at the time. Apex, things like that. Dark Souls, lots of Dark Souls. And your son's YouTube. Oh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Nature P Dragon, N-A-T-R-O-P-Y underscore Dragon. He does dragon puppets, and he appreciates the the shout-outs on the podcast. I mean, of course. I mean, anytime I I have, there's a link in every every episode you've been on, I, I put it oh, there. Thank, too, so. thank you so much. That's really of nice. Of course. Yeah. I always try to support people that, that help me out, and, and even though he doesn't help me out, his father helps me out. So I think it yeah. works for me, too, so... And Richard, where can people find you at? Yeah, you can find me up at my what at my uh, YouTube channel, which is Rich Kale, where I play through various games and franchises. Assassin's Creed it has been one of them since the start of this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, part in part you, in part I was gonna start playing it for the channel. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm also working through other franchises uh, like the Tomb Raider franchise. I'm by the time this goes up next week. Yeah. Um. I will have finished playing through the original Core Designs timeline. In fact, just when we were recording this, the last video of that was premiering, where I finish off Angel of Darkness. And so I'm going to be... I'm going to say this. It's it's definitely not one to replay. I'm glad I played through it once. That last section was brutal. (laughs) And add to it, yeah, the have bugs in it story-wise it's actually a great story and unfortunately probably should have been able to allow to continue from that one but they reset the timeline for uh the next trilogy that they did which i've started in on already (laughs) (laughs) not just because of you mike (laughs) i like the next trilogy they started so I'm, i'm with you on that one you're playing them out. Of, you're having us play them out of order for oh, that. That's because I, I want to do it now. But yes. But you'll also find stuff of mine up on various fan fiction websites and that, like fanfiction.net, Comic Vine. Uh, well, they have a fan fiction section for them. And uh, Archive of Our Own. Okay. 
And if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 550 other episodes of this podcast. We have done Assassin's Creed 1 and 2, so you can go on Podbean. You can just type in anything you want. Star Wars, Assassin's Creed, you will find episodes. Tomb Raider, you will find episodes. So check out our giant catalog. We do movies, comics, TV shows, whatever people convince me to talk about, pretty much, or what I convince people to talk about with. So just check out everything that we do. If you want to support the show, we do have Patreon for those of dollars. You can vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see one every month. So sometimes two. Sometimes uh, there will be two actually next month, but so it's a great way to support the show. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Free. You can follow her on TikTok. Uh, she is TikTok famous now, and you will see in the show notes her link tree. So she's on Twitch too. So definitely go support her. Support the people that you heard on the show too. It will be all the links in the show note. I mean, you want to chat with us? Discord. Fuck, I forgot to do that earlier. Uh, <laughs> I need to fix that. But go chat our Discord that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In, in the comments section, so you can join it and chat with us on there. You'll see a link in the show notes to that. And please, follow, oh, I'll give a shout out to my, my buddy Bill Tucker to the MC Movies with me. Go definitely go check out his podcast. He's on hiatus right now, but he has, he has a good amount of great episodes. Go check him out. And I want to give a shout out to Nomads of Fantasy. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Blue Sky, Threads, TikTok, and YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Recreation and Pachi. What he said. <laughs> Later.